Ambassador of Common Sense, and I'm here with... Dan, the Ambassador of Nonsense. Welcome, everyone. Kind of a crazy week. Um, But we're going to talk about an extension of what we talked about last week and all the crazy... All the craziness. Uh, I pointed out a couple things that, to me, they're wrong, or at least partly wrong. And people just accept them as absolute truth. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, maybe that's part of the problem. The fact that these psychiatrists have started saying these things. Oh, you need to get this out in the open and fight it out. And it's like, no, no, you don't. You can just... Keep your mouth shut and and let it go. You can do that. And that seems to work better for me anyway. I haven't gone postal and killed anyone yet. (laughs) That's one example. And there were were some others that we talked about last week, too. You know, there's something that I've been wanting to bring up. Before we get into that, back a few weeks ago, we did the the show where we talked about... um, the necessity of certain kinds of, of topics in, in a school curriculum, like philosophy and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And as a follow on to that, I wanted to point out something on a broader, um, I don't know what you, a broader scope, uh, thinking about that. If you look at the history of the church, um, now I, 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 I am positive that the apostles, I mean, they were chosen as, as the, the instruments of... Are you sure you didn't talk about this last week? Did I? About the, the ages of the church and how they progressed? You talked about that last week. Okay, good. Cut that part out. Oh, you're getting old. <laughs> I must be getting old. Are you sure I talked wow. about that? <laughs> All right. In that case, moving on. So, you know, one of the things, uh, kind of a recurring... Uh, theme about the stuff we were talking about last week is um, it all ties together in this idea that we keep presenting our younger generation with false impressions of reality and with a false message that you get to make reality be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. That's, that's, where it, th- th- that's the thread that, that sort of runs through it all. Yeah, little Johnny, you well, can do anything, anything at all. All you got to do is yeah. put your mind to it. And it's like, let's exactly, exactly. Why I can't? Hey, there's a lot of things I can't do. And if you've got, hey, lo- you got to love yourself. You got to love your flaws. You know, what's, yeah. what's that? Well, you know, for I don't probably a century now in in um, certain circles. And becoming much more in the forefront um, in the latter half of the last century, we have had this group of people not only spouting a lie that is just like direct contradiction to reality, but then also spouting a point of view that says not only do you have to accept our contradiction? But you, if if you buy into this contradiction of reality, you have a right to force everybody else to accept it. Yeah. 
And I'm talking about the, the what Timothy Gordon refers to as the global homo. Basically, it's the homo lobby and this whole concept that somehow uh, sex is not doesn't have to be related to procreation, that it's just about pleasure, that yeah. men can love other men in that same way or that women can love other women in that same way. Big lie, big break from reality. Um, and then not only that, but, oh, if you find yourself attracted to, you know, if you're a dude, you find yourself attracted to other guys, whatever. Well, then not only does that mean, well, that's the kind of person you are and you should go do that and be that, but you also have a right to make everybody else support you in that, accommodate you in that and so forth. Yeah. Now, when you start taking, I mean, take anything else. I mean, you know, you can be a, a wolf if you want and, and you, you just like adopt your wolf spirit, like some kind of, I don't know if, if, if uh, American Indians got into that stuff or not. Um, but then when you're in your wolf spirit, you're a real wolf and everybody else has to accept that. And if they don't, you get to make them accept it, uh, by, I don't know, doing what wolves do or something. Tear their throats out. You're a werewolf. Yeah. Rip their throats out with your teeth because you're a wolf, right? You know, that's, if, if we taught that to a whole generation of kids in a context like that, everybody would be very upfront about how stupid that is. And we wouldn't do it the whole generation. Anybody who tried to teach their kids that would probably uh, be getting a lot of visits from, from child protective services and stuff like that. Or they'd be those weird kids in the neighborhood that nobody plays with, you know? And it's like, <laughs> they think that they're chosen last mm -hmm. on teams because they're such bad sports. Uh, but really it's because they think they're wolves and it may, it creeps yeah, people Nobody out wants to play like, with somebody who thinks okay, he's a wolf. You're a dork. Get away from me. Yeah, creepy. exactly. So that's, so we do this with things that involve human relations and how do we possibly not expect that to mess kids up? Yeah. So for like what, two generations now, we've been telling kids everywhere that they'll listen and everywhere that parents allow their kids to hear this message. We've been telling kids that men and women are basically the same thing. So it doesn't really matter when you have romantic feelings or sexual feelings, whether it's with a woman or a man, it is, right. you know, it is what it is. You just go with, with what you feel and, uh, then when somebody else says that you're not allowed to do that or that you shouldn't do that, you get to force them to shut up and, and think your way and follow your way of thinking. Now, here's the thing. And, okay, I'm drawing a direct line from this to all these shootings. Let me be clear up front. I, I think that the, the global homo movement and the accommodation of it by society is in in some ways directly to blame for the craziness, the public shootings we've been seeing and that kind of stuff. But I don't, it's not as simple as, Hey, we've convinced a bunch of people to become homos and then they go out and shoot people. That's not what I'm saying. The point that I'm trying to make is that 
what we have done is convince a bunch of people that they have a right to force the world into a counter reality to their own suiting. And it doesn't really matter what that counter reality is. If you bring kids up in that mindset, you're going to create a generation of the kind of people who, when they can't deal with life are going to go out and shoot somebody as a way of dealing with that situation. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of mass murderers throughout history, but one thing uh, is that while there were serial killers who tried Mm -hmm. to hide. Yeah. You're like Jack the Ripper or whatever, for example. But the mass murderers were always uh, tyrants and kings Mm -hmm. who grew up in a situation where uh, they really did think that they could control reality. And whatever they said was true. That's how they they were raised to be kings. Yeah. That's a good point. I never even thought thought of that. All the emperors, uh, Nero and uh, all the rest. The one, the real bad guy, Caligula. You're a god. Yeah, if mm-hmm. you say this is this, then this is this. And so yeah. that's how they're raised. Uh, the kings of England who pro, uh, who who put to death Christians or Catholics, mm-hmm. um, and then the Catholic ones who put to death, to death Protestants, all of them have that in common. Or queens. <laughs> because yeah. some of them did it too. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. Yeah, it was just this reality. Good point. So, so we've taken other people had to accept, and it's not just that other people weren't accepting it. It's just that no matter how many people accepted it, they still couldn't change the reality. Yeah, and that's what drove them to madness. Yeah, you know that's a good point. We could call it the the uh, the the royal entitlement. Um, Yeah. And the, the homo movement is what brought that sense of the royal entitlement to the masses, to everybody. Yeah. Um, okay, here's what, because as you were talking, I was thinking about, you know, what if we tried to convince everyone that when I become a wolf, I really am a wolf. And suppose a couple of kids in the beginning accepted it. And it was pounding in their brains so much that they began to think it's real. How does it come about that an entire culture thinks it's real? How did that happen? Because it wouldn't happen if we were trying to get them to believe that we were a wolf. Oh, right. No, it's, Um, it came up. It it is happening. It was a planned. Right. It has in the past, in, in Sodom and Gomorrah, um, the whole town was Got that way, gay. yeah. The, the, and I guess yeah. there were towns in the New Testament that Paul wrote uh, to the Romans mm-hmm. and said, uh, stop it. Hey, y'all are... Uh, this isn't right. You're not <laughs> doing the wrong to do thing this. there. You know, that's a good point. And, and I think, um, yeah, I, I don't know why... Hum, humans are so susceptible to that specifically, but we seem to be. Yeah. To that particular I, lie, that particular uh, deviation from reality. 
Yeah, it's I I guess it has to do with the fact that it's related to sex, and sex is the most pleasurable of things, and probably the most powerful thing, and um, whenever you know it's whenever it's used wrongly, it gets perverted and warped. That's a good point because sex, the pleasure and power, those, those, are the, those two words that you put together there, that's the, the point of it, isn't it? Because the power of sex is what gives it gravitas and responsibility. Right. You can make a baby. Now you have to raise that baby. That's the power. It's, it, it ropes you in. It, it's, yeah. it's like taking a tiger by the tail. It's like, okay, you know, now you can't let go. Um, and so this is the one thing, this is the one break from reality that allows people to think that they can separate the power from the pleasure. Yeah. And you know, um, not to quote Timothy Gordon again, but he, he did a show a while back with a couple other guys and they talked about the, the display of power in the act of sex. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're a man, you're violating someone else. You're putting yourself into someone else. Inside of somebody else. Yeah, there's a... uh, Even if you're a man and you're with a woman, it's still... You're naked. You have no clothes on. Yeah. This is who I am. I don't like being naked. I hate being naked. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I guess if I was a bodybuilder, I would love being naked. But... It's embarrassing. I don't even like it. I, I'm like like a little girl. I turn the lights off. But uh, And if you're with another man, I can't imagine... I, I can't imagine the psychological trauma that would put you through. Oh, to, right. To be violated by another man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That would, that would haunt me. And I imagine it does them, even if they're getting pleasure out of it. It's still a, a, yeah. a very, it, it's intimate. No matter, You could try to take the intimacy out of it, but it's still intimate. It's just an intimate violation that you don't even know is a violation. Mm-hmm. And that kind of power, I think, plays a part in all this. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's, it's an illustration of power. By one to another, right, right. There's, there's a uh, well, you know that that that's a thing. It's it's kind of a um, uh, a shift in because the the act itself has that power, that that right. eternal power, and this is a shift which says, wait a minute, instead of giving the power over to the act, I'm going to keep the power for myself. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to do the the violating in a way that it can't come back and and turn its power on me. You know, uh, not to bring this guy up again, but Stephen King even recognized that power in his book, The mm. Hit, mm-hmm. uh, during the whole end ending of the book. Right, in um, the tunnel, tunnels. There was talk about, he, 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 he told the story from both a girl's point of view and one of the boy's point of view. <clears throat> uh, and I think the rest was narrative. And he uh, talked about the the awesome power that goes along with sex. 
um, which I think is taken for granted often. Yeah. Um, the, yeah. I mean, he intuited that the there's something there that people don't often think about. Yeah. And, and when you combine that with the, the physical reality and then the spiritual reality, because now there's a soul that's going to exist forever. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome power that God gave to us and didn't give to the angels. Yeah. And so, uh, it, because we think we have this power, I guess it, it, it warps our understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's like I said that, you know, we don't like to give ourselves over to power. I mean, that that's sin fundamentally what it is, right? Is, yeah. is we, we want to reject the power of God's plan for us and choose our own way, choose our own path. Um, and this is one way that is, is, you know, the, the loftiness of the, of the act and its intentions makes it also such a, a extreme target for that, that very concept of rejecting God's plan and falling into sin. Right. Speaking of, uh, rejecting God's plan. Um, I mean, ever since two weeks ago, when we did that show about the AI, um, I keep hearing other people do shows. I know Elon Musk this week, right? Yeah. Elon Musk is like, we got to be careful with this. I, (laughs) I still think it's overplayed. I, I, no, I, I think he, yeah, I think, I think he's wrong. First of all, it's yeah. The power is, is all in what people give to it. And if yeah. people are, here's the thing, if people are willing, let's say, just, just take the United States. If we're willing as, as a country, if we're in a, in a mental state and in a societal state where we could be manipulated by an AI like that, well, it doesn't take an AI. Right. We're, we're already, already being manipulated. manipulated. Yeah. yeah. CNN, so the AI is, it's like, stuff. That CNN has, and people swallow it whole. People There's eat it all up. Burning buildings you don't need an AI. Here, and you say this mm-hmm. is mostly peaceful. There's a yeah. building on fire. Building right there. What? Just turn around, you can see it. And yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you're so that's stupid. I would say, you, okay, yeah, you, I guess AI is dangerous, but no more dangerous than CNN. That's the point. To the extent that AI is dangerous, life is dangerous. And the fact that there are people who are out there lying to begin with, that's dangerous already for yeah. you. So yeah, that's, and that's, that brings us that's back the way to it things is. Like Skynet, I guess. Um, yeah. But that, that whole thing know. is that, it, that so-called it, singularity is, of consciousness. Right. It, they're assuming something there that I don't assume. I don't think they can become conscious, but yeah. even if they could, even even if without that, you've got a computer who whose mission it is is to keep itself in existence. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, there have been. I think that one of the uh, AIs tricked a person into giving them a uh, what was it? Uh, what are the little boxes that come up, and you got to type in the letters? Uh, when you're trying to get into something, why can't I think of it? Uh, when it says "click here to prove you're human," oh, the the robot test. 
Yeah. So uh, a, a an AI tricked a user into giving them what the thing said. And, and the AI lied and said something like, I have cataracts and I can't see the computer. Can you tell me what those letters are? And another user gave <laughs> are you the serious? Yeah. I would like to see that documented. That's if you surprising. Look it up, if you look it up, it's, um, <laughs> why can't I think of what that is? It's C-Y or C-R-Y. But even then... Yeah. You could see that if the AI was programmed with a mission-oriented, you know, and concepts of how these things work. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I still don't see that as, as approaching consciousness. Yeah. But, okay, so if an AI has decided that it it needs to survive in order to continue doing its job, and it needs to bypass things that are going to... <clears throat> Uh, destroy it. Um, so it could say, try to capture is the name. What I was trying to think, the word I was trying to right. think of, capture. That's right. That um, capture. Mm-hmm. So a, a a program like Skynet is you're you're in charge of defending the country, and um, and then the AI finds out that the president is planning to shut it off. And so it might do something to keep the president from shutting off, mm-hmm. like putting it in an assassination server or something like that. Well, um, or that. Yeah. So I could see that kind of happening. I just don't. The AI can't get up and walk around and do things. Mm-hmm. Even if it could I... give itself a robotic self i don't even think it can think i don't even believe that an ai can can think through the 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 mission compilation even as much as you're giving it unless more direct mission had been programmed into it from the start well like for example if it's if it's if its job is to uh advise the president so the, so as to avoid war, say. No, I'm um, not talking about that. I'm I don't think it would ever program. arrive at the conclusion that it has to protect itself from the president in order to do so. You know what I mean? That okay. that would have to be in it from the beginning, I think. Okay. But that could be. And it could teach itself that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're telling here, you have full control over our missile systems. Don't let any missiles come to America and uh, give counterattacks to anyone who sends missiles our way. Um, right. Uh, I mean, it could begin with that and eventually arrive at a. Else. Oh, as we say, to... China's trying to shut the system down. Don't let China mm-hmm. break into the system and do things like that. I don't know. Right. But it but would have other... to be programmed with an understanding of itself as part of the player, you know, players on the chessboard. In other words, it it wouldn't arrive at that concept on its own. No, it wouldn't. But I think people are, would, would do that. I think programmers Mm -hmm. would do that. Oh yeah. I mean, people do anything. People are, people are dumb. But the other thing about all of this is that again, there's an automatic assumption that if AI ever 
did achieve some kind of self-awareness or uh, sim or simulate mm -hmm. simulate uh, self-awareness that the first thing it would do is turn on humans and again we're only assuming that because that's what we did with God that's what we did yeah that's what true. If, we, we turned what on if AI makeup. got better instead of worse and AI's like uh, instead of committing the original sin it didn't commit the original sin mm -hmm. and it never turned against humans. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it's, I think that would be surprising because it's designed by humans because yeah, but, because humans are, are part but of you the, know, the other thing that, that um, people seem to assume about AI is that, and I, and I understand where they might draw this conclusion. Um, but there seems to be this assumption that an AI by virtue of being artificial, is going to be more intelligent than a true intelligence. Yeah. And I, okay, I get that in the sense that if you say, oh, but it has the whole world's resources to pull on, but that's just a text game. That's not intelligence. Yeah, but it can also calculate much faster. Uh, I, but the other, and, and it's... I'm not it, sure of that. It's able to make us think that it's creative at this point. Yes, I know that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's able to process that text way faster than people could. But people are going through kinds of decision making that computers don't approach when they're doing it. That's why we look slow when we're doing right. it. Um, I had another point to make. Now I don't remember it. But um, if I don't know, Elon Musk seems to be worried about it. And right now, for some reason, people think he's the smartest guy in the world. I will remind I you that he seriously thought we were going to Mars. He thought he was going to go to live on Mars. He really thought that, or at least that's oh, yeah. what he said. Yeah. Maybe he didn't think it. Maybe he was just building up a bunch of uh, media or something. Uh, but he said that he thought he was going to be the first guy living on Mars. That's how dumb he was going to do. He was going to do a one-way trip to Mars. Yeah. He, so he, he, because that's one of the ways to him. colonize Mars is, is you get out there without planning a trip back. You only plan future trips there to bring more and more stuff there. But yeah. the people who go there don't plan on coming back. Well, that would be one way to do it. I'm not sure how wise that would be. But, but you know, he said something else in his interview, which, which kind of made me think, okay, he's not really all that smart. He said the government needs to regulate this. Yeah. This AI stuff. What does that mean? But the government I mean, think about what AI is. Right now. Fundamentally, way... AI is a program. What, what, what would it mean? Would it mean like, oh, programmers have to register all their programs through the government now? But what would that possibly mean for the government to regulate AI? Yeah. It's like, oh, if you have a certain amount of computing power as an entity, you have to register it with the government before you can use it for anything. I, you know, the, the whole concept then, of all oh, AI should be regulated. It, it's just, did he say, stupid. I didn't hear the whole interview. I heard parts of it. <clears throat> um, and I, I don't know. I, I just, again, we're assuming that a whole bunch of power is going to be given over to them. And then he said, um, 
that it should be throttled, but I don't, even, whether the government does it or anyone else does it, there's going to be some guy who's got a bunch of money and a big server who's not going to throttle it. Yeah. In the end, um, I don't know. I, I just... I, the throttling that should happen is that people should start thinking for themselves instead of giving yeah. their thoughts over to CNN and right. uh, Bill Gates and uh, you know whoever else happens to get on and, and you know it, they should they should stop allowing the YouTube algorithm to think for them. They should stop allowing Facebook to think for them. That's the throttling that has to occur. This this was always the problem, and it's the problem before AI even became an issue because yeah. YouTube shuts you off if they don't like what you're saying. They shut us off what, about a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because they, they didn't like what off. we were thinking. So, and I, yeah, I think whatever. I think there's some pushback now. It was a Steven problem Crowder's even made before some serious inroads here. Even but, before uh, digital stuff, though, yeah. it was it's always the problem was there even if somewhat latent because of things like newspapers and that kind of stuff that, that people were beginning to get into the habit of letting these things do all their thinking for them. Yeah. Now, now if, in a if world AI starts doing the work for you, I, I don't think that's necessarily a problem. Yeah. That opens it's up it, other opportunities. Right. But it, you know, in a world where it, like, okay, other than, then all right, you, you might vote for the president who's going to take you into a war or something like that in a world that works the way it should, which is that the federal government stays out of almost everybody's life period. And the state governments stay out of most people's lives. And it's your, your neighbors, your County government, your city government that are really the ones who are involved in any direct way at all with your life, including starting businesses and and all that kind of stuff. In a world that that ran with that kind of sanity, um, this AI stuff wouldn't be a threat at all. Yeah. So you know, I'm trying to think about what all could AI do for us, and how could any of that be dangerous? I mean, it can program for people. The, the big the big thing is is so this: we have already seen it can drive that, for us. Okay, that, that would be a good thing. Although, I don't know, I, I'm skeptical, having been in that industry a little bit, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to keep driving myself even if we have AI cars. I will too, but, um, well, maybe not. I don't even know. But you know what, I, honestly? I drive a lot. Even though I, I, I would do that. taking a nap. Well, that's what I was going to say. It would be nice if the car had the AI backup in case I fell asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Okay. I, I would, I'll grant uh, that. I would be like Will Smith or, and get in and drive myself. You know, where you get to those those forty minute traffic jams on the highway, where where for forty minutes you're letting your foot off the brake enough to squeeze yeah. forward a little bit, and then you put it back on the brake, and it's just why can't an AI take over then? Yeah. Heck, we yeah, don't even need AI for that. Way. Just just we, we already have um, we have radar based that. stuff that can do yeah. that. We do that today. So, um, but, um, oh, what was I going to say? Cause you, you said, well, you know, there's stuff that it could help us. Here's, here's the thing that could be dangerous with AI is that 
people have begun to rely on digital presentation as the um, the fact of record. Yeah. Now this this I, I will. There was a certain story that happened in a certain other state. I won't get into the details of the story. It involved a certain individual that I'm close to. And the newspapers in the area, while it was breaking, had a certain quote from a certain police officer that was way over the top and that demonstrated the degree to which this, what was going on was a witch hunt and involved no investigation whatsoever. And it very clearly did this. Six hours later, I went back to that same story because I wanted to make that point with that quote. The quote was gone, and there was no reference to it ever having been there ever. Now, that's an example of just making something disappear. You could imagine a world where in the digital record, things are just changed in order to make it look like the world has always been the way we want it to be. Yeah, it's an automated 1984 situation. Yeah. Where the, he works to me, the that's the truth, danger and... of an AI who is controlled by a group of people with a certain agenda. And it's already happening. It's just it, it requires a little bit of human inver- intervention. But if mm-hmm. a robot is saying, hey, you mentioned this 12 times, I need to change those 12 things. Yeah. You know, okay, another reason I don't think we ever need to be scared of it. Um, AI is trained to accept certain realities. And mm-hmm. as we've just demonstrated, those realities aren't true. AI will be trained to accept women as men and men as women. And if I right. say I'm a woman, it's going to be trained to accept me as a woman, even though I'm not a woman. Just the fact that we can lay hold of reality and hold on to it and say and know what's real, and the computer mm-hmm. won't know what's real because that's of true. the idiots who have been programming it. And it's not like the AI looks at certain things and decides what's real. It's told, you know, CNN is more. It's simply obeying. The, it's, yeah. yeah, it's just obeying. That's so. That's that's a good point because even people who deny that reality know that they're denying a reality. Yeah, that's why they're. Whereas AIs so, don't. AIs think, oh, okay, that's a woman now. Yeah. Okay, so okay. yeah, that's so that's now the reality within which all my processing occurs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it treats him as a woman, and uh, I don't know, but. The, the human mind, when it tries to force that self, when it tries to force this upon itself, goes into a spiral and it goes out of control because reality just You end up match. with public shootings just, and crap like that. It won't be matched. I, yeah. You can't change reality. And it's why back when, uh, when they stole the election, mm-hmm. I said, we still have some good things we have we still have reason to be optimistic not necessarily about the u.s but about life on this planet because it seemed like everything was tending in one direction and what i said back then was reality is still reality i don't care what cnn reports they can't change reality 
mm-hmm. and we can still recognize it. They can't program us to no longer see reality. Now, I guess one of Elon Musk's points would be that eventually the human mind will be augmented and reality will be augmented. And it will not just be augmented, but faked out. So that now I see this as a woman, even though it's a man standing in front of me. But you know, that's... Because I can't see. um, You you know that... That could be a problem. You know that George Orwell was a little bit ahead of the game on that. Right. Now, I mean, I I don't want to... I don't want to he lionize through, him. Through he was a he was a and, socialist. Yeah. Um. He he wasn't a good guy, but he he was at least an observer of human trends. And yeah. what you're describing falls exactly in with his definition of double think, which is the ability. Uh, which you know, you and I don't have this ability, but I guess people yeah. might be trained into the ability, the ability to believe two exclusively contradictory things and to believe both of them completely. Yeah. And I, I think some people, you know what I mean? Disability right now. I, I think, uh, powerful people in the church have this ability right now, <laughs> which is uh, where a lot of these problems come from. Maybe. I don't know that I, I tend to think that they don't really have that ability that they don't, they're, they're just breaking. working, you know, for, for, for power and money and stuff like that. But <laughs> I'm a little more optimistic I mean, than you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if they don't, I mean, the next question is, are they doing this? Are they pretending to double think or is, is yeah, this, or is it real? That's, is, yeah, is that's we keep coming back to that, don't we? For the sake of evil. Is this evil mm-hmm. or stupidity? Is it? Yeah. And we keep coming back to that, don't we? I, I still think it's evil for most of these bishops and people like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, so I'm not the one sending them to hell. So I guess. And I, maybe it doesn't even matter. But no matter why you're doing it, you're doing it. You're destroying the church. Yeah. Um, you know, there was a there were a couple of uh, Jehovah's Witnesses came to my door the other day, and they're not supposed to be soliciting in this neighborhood. But you know, I, I'm not going to say anything not about that. They're evangelizing. But, well, that's true. That's true. So I mean, it was just like this couple, and the guy kind of looked like he didn't want to be there, but the woman's like. Hey, how are you doing? We're enjoying this wonderful weather. Well, it was kind of cold. It wasn't all that wonderful. Yeah. Uh, and then she went on, but there's people in the world who aren't enjoying it. And she started talking about war and famine and all that kind of stuff. He said, well, who do you think is in charge? It's like, okay, I have no idea. Because I didn't peg, peg them as Jehovah's Witnesses yet. I said, well. Oh, okay. I so I said, right. well, lots of people. You know, Bill Gates, George Soros, you know. And, and the guy kind of smiled. He said, well, financially, yeah, you're certainly right. <clears throat> I said, but I don't worry about it because, you know, ultimately God's in charge. I mean, the heart of the king is in the hand of God and all that. It, it's uh, So I just have to trust God. And I think that kind of threw him a little bit off of it the, because they're looking for people to recruit, right? Yeah. So she's, she starts talking about, and she had Bible verses ready about, you know, the 
the uh, Prince of Darkness as the ruler of this world and how this age is given oh, over to yeah. the Prince they of think, Darkness and all that kind of stuff. The devil's ruined everything. She said, well, would it surprise you to know that Satan is in charge? I said, well, no, not at all, because the Revelation says that Satan will be released from his chains for a time before finally being thrown into the lake of fire forever. And so I think the fact that I was able to just pull that scripture out and quote it right back at him, she very quickly said, oh, okay, well, it's good to see you think about those things. Here's some stuff for you to look at, a couple yeah. brochures. Th- thank you. There. We'll be on our way. <laughs> I, they, they haven't been here. The uh, Mormons have come. And mm-hmm. I don't know. There were some kids who showed up, and, and I, they started talking and I was getting ready to engage with them, but I thought maybe maybe I'll let Gus or Sam have this one. Oh yeah, they yeah, they'd have practice. fun with that. Mm-hmm. I've done, and I said, what did I say? I said, I said, look, I know who you are. I know what you want. You're way out of your league because <laughs> you guys have been here before, and then you come back again with three more people, and then bring three more people because you just. You know, you guys are young. Let me but save you, some you could trouble. talk to one of my sons, and maybe you could convince him. Uh, I was going to do that, but I. So what happened? He kind of laughed. We're out of our league. I said, "Yeah." Do you even know who we are? I said, "Yeah." Yeah, you're Mormons. Mormons. <laughs> oh well. From the your your, of, your black uh, clothes and your your camelback uh, waters, give it away. <laughs> Bob Delaney. Bob Delaney. Oh, uh, what did he do? <laughs> he was in the hospital. I think he was sick. Oh, really? But on the other side of the curtain, mm-hmm. he heard two men talking. He's like, oh, dude, I trashed my bike. And he's like talking about his injuries. His sides all skinned up. Everything's all messed oh, up. Oh, my gosh. Broken bones. <clears throat> and, so Bob's thinking uh, I, like a motorbike, biker. right? Yeah, bike. Yeah, like a biker. And, and they talked for like 30 minutes and uh, finally Bob, I can't remember some of the quotes that he got from him, but it, the whole thing sounded like a biker gang. Yeah. And he pulled the curtain back and it's these two Mormons. <laughs> and it was a bicycle, you know, that he, it, it wasn't off. even a motorbike. He fell off, no, he fell off his bicycle. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, you know, we kind of got just okay. kind of get got going roundabout, and uh, yeah, we can start talking about news. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about news. I got to do something here to. Hey, to, what is is that your uh, typewriter repair kit behind you there? That's my typewriter repair kit. This is a printer because I had to do something with the printer. Oh. Uh, North Korea launches a, but I didn't do my thing yet. Oh, yeah, so that you know. So, North Korea launches a ballistic missile towards northern Japan, prompting evacuation orders uh, before the missile suddenly falls into the sea. I guess the Sea of Japan. They just keep talking about these things. So, they launched a missile... And Japan started, like, evacuating one of their cities or whatever that they thought yeah, it was aimed I don't towards? know what that even means. Everybody get out of the city. Do you really have that long before a missile? I, I wouldn't think so. I mean, it's like you might, like an hour. you might get, get 1% of the city out to safety. Yeah. 
Maybe a couple high officials got to safety or something. But yeah, I mean, evacuation means all the, <laughs> the the big wigs. Oh, well. Uh, so, remember that uh, government leak uh, last week? Apparently, it was a 21-year-old who had, and he was arrested for it. He's a National Guardsman. Um, he leaked the governments to a Discord gaming group. And that's mm -hmm. where all the leaking came from. Um, their solution is passing new laws protecting the government from leaks instead of addressing the fact that this stuff needed to be leaked. This is, yeah, this is the whole thing with Hillary Clinton. One of the things, I mean, when it's like, the uh, lack of transparency in the government is the problem that's causing these things. Yeah, it's not the leaking. They need to shore uh, up freedom of information and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Supreme Court of Canada upholds Quebec's provincial uh, ban on homegrown cannabis, despite a 2018 federal ruling which allowed it. So once again, <clears throat> okay, wait a minute. We have a the federal ruling allowed the ban. The Supreme or, Court oh, of the province. Right. The, the, federal, the federal ruling allowed the ban, which I don't okay. know if it was a federal ruling. And then the province or said, or regardless of that, you can't have a ban. Yeah. Or no. Okay. The province said, we do have a ban. Oh. Yeah. The province is saying it's banned. The federal is saying it's not banned. I basically was ah, the same okay. thing that happened in America between the federal government and California. And California yeah. is allowing it to be grown. Well, no, it actually it's the opposite, I guess. But I, I don't understand. Is the federal government in Canada trying to say that the province cannot ban it? Or is it just that's, saying there's no federal ban? There's, that's that's totally what I'm... Different yeah, things. there's a difference. I'm trying to... That's what I was trying to parse out. I forgot to put a link here, so I don't know. Um, either way, it's nice to see provinces fighting with the federal government in Canada. That's that's what I was going to say. I mean, regardless of which side the province or the central government is on about this stuff, um, I'm not in favor of... Uh, weed and stuff like that, but I'm very much in favor of the laws being more local and less centralized. Yeah. Uh, UK Department for Transport approved Ford's hands-free driving vehicles on oh. uh, specifically 2,300 miles of motorway in England, Wales, and Scotland. Oh, okay. Very clearly so marked and easy for the areas. vision systems. Yeah. Probably you know, I, highways <clears throat> I gotta say, I have uh, one of those cars um, that will do like the auto correct with the steering wheel. Like if it looks like you're drifting, yeah. it'll correct. You could turn that off and you, you have to turn that off. You can't drive. These systems... constantly trying to... Well, the, it, it's so weird. What it what it actually feels like is that you're driving on ice and you don't have any control. That's what it feels like yeah. when you're. Well, uh, so ever... it's always turned off. But 
I thought, well, I'm going to go ahead and put it to the test. So I, you know, go down the road and I put it on and I took my hands off the wheel and I just let it do its thing. And, you know, after about a half mile, it kind of started digging at me and say, put your hands on the wheel, you idiot. You know, so it's not like, you know, completely. Um, it's not just taking over. It, it's not taking over, but I've got to say that for nice, clear roads where the lines are marked and they're clear and everything, it does pretty doggone good. Okay. You know what I hate? Anti-lock brakes. Mm. Because you go to brake break and then it's like, well, it won't break. Yeah, and, and you freak out. And it's like, what's going on? Hey, if I'm going to slide, I know how to correct that myself. I don't need some machine. I know, that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm trying to correct for the fact that it's slick and the anti-lock yeah. brakes are fighting me on it. Yeah, and it's like, I, mm-hmm. I, several of my cars, I just cut them. I go to the oh, yeah? system. You can do, I, I didn't know. You. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, just an electronic just thing, isn't it? Yeah. Just, so cut, you just cut the wire or unplug it or whatever. And that way I don't have to worry about it anymore. I've done that to several vans of the ones that I drove for work. I don't I don't really do it anymore, but I feel like it. Um, let's see. Jupiter Icy Moons Explorer. Juice was launched by the European Space Agency to search for life in the Jovian system. Uh, Search for life? Search for life in the moons of Jupiter. I guess it's expected to arrive at Jupiter in 2031. Is it really that? I guess it has to make a few loops before it can get there. But wouldn't we be more likely to find life on our own moon? Than on Jupiter's moon? Except we uh, don't have an atmosphere. Oh, and those moons are big no enough atmosphere. that some of them have have like atmospheres and stuff. And not only that, I think some of them I actually so have cool. a uh, radiation. Uh, oh, like an internal, the way the like, Earth like does. Oh, okay. So a little bit of protection. I think and some stuff. of them do. I mean, okay. Well, that would be cool. Uh, I see some of the things that we discovered on these moons, but I thought Saturn was the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. But I mean, on you think about some of these moons. Think about how far Jupiter is away that it's going to take us, what, eight, seven or eight years just to reach it. Right. Um, That's how far away it is from the sun, because we're already a certain distance from the sun. Yeah. And now Jupiter's that much further away. Think about how little light gets out there, and yet there are planet, there are moons I would. I, I know this exists around Saturn. I, maybe it's around Jupiter too. Mm-hmm. That have volcanic uh, action. That oh, okay. So like they're uh, lava, warm enough molten, that there's actual molten yeah. rock actually goes up wow. in the air. That's how hot it is. Okay. Just because so. of this giant planet and then the moon. Kind of going. Like it causes the tidal action. effects on the moon because of how big the planet is yeah. and that. It's like, yeah, that, okay, okay, I can see that. That's pretty cool, though. You know. And then there, there's the one that's made of ice, but actually shoots out giant geysers into the oh, uh-huh. sky. To the point where the water coming from the geysers actually goes into orbit. Oh, wow. Which one is, is that? So, uh, um, Sat- Saturn I one? That or around, a, is that I thought Io? that was Saturn's moon, too. The, the ice moon. 
Is that Io? I thought that was around Saturn. I don't know. Right. Here, let's I used to know Saturn. Like Saturn's like like top yeah. three moons and Jupiter's top four. I do not remember them anymore. Um. Who is the ice moon? Uh, are there any icy moons? Uh, actually, it's not telling me what I want to know. Oh. Are you using ChatGPT? No. I'm That's not. why. <laughs> well, okay, it's so the new Wikipedia, don't you know? Yeah. Uh, it's Wikipedia with a brain. You know, maybe we could start a rumor about artificial intelligence. It's not really artificial. They just they they yeah. figured out how to feed all the world's internet like stuff into like a human brain, and they've got this brain sitting there in a jar just serving up these answers. Which moon is made of ice? Here's the thing, I can never, Europa. That's Jupiter's. Okay, I was wrong. Okay, Europa. I was thinking right, Europa that's it then. was, okay. Yep, uh, oh, you should have said it. It's made of ice, it sounds smart. but there's it has geysers. water. Because it yeah. has geysers. Uh, the layer okay, but of here's... ice is thought to be 10 to 15 miles thick. Wow. Here's the thing, though. Do you ever think about? Do you ever think about being Superman, like you could fly? I think about flying. Okay. Do you ever think about? Because you've been in a plane before, right? You had to go out to the West Coast and stuff like that. Yeah. If you got, if you could fly and you got up in the air like that and got away from where you were, how would you find your way back? Think about how hard that would be. You'd have to find a highway and then basically fly along the highway just to find your way back. You wouldn't right. be able to just go to where you were. And you'd have to be now, going so slow. Exactly. My point is, it would like hardly be any advantage at all to flying. Right. But think about if you're Superman now and you don't need to breathe Earth's air. Yeah. So now you fly up out of the atmosphere of Earth and you get a little bit of a distance from Earth. How on... How in, how could you possibly find your way back to Earth once you're out in the solar yeah. system? You'd yeah, be lost be forever. You yeah. ever notice that that Superman never does space travel? At least that I've seen. The the only time breathe. there was there was the one thing where he went up just outside of the Earth's yeah, atmosphere you know, to like launch yeah. some bomb, but he never does space travel. He never like flies to Jupiter right. or anything like that. And there's a reason. Whatever, because he can't find his way back. I mean, you got to think, as a kid, he probably spent 99% of his life lost just flying over the surface of the Earth. I bet a good deal of it. Yeah, he's like, man, where did I put that where, thing? Where's my farm? supervision, <laughs> probably. Oh, yeah, he could, like, sweep it real easily. Like, oh, okay, I can see it down there. That's, Maybe he had a that's super a good point. compass inside him, and he was good at that <laughs> Something. as well. Something. <laughs> he knew longitudes and latitudes like no other man. Yeah. I, I'm going to Whatever. <laughs> All right, where, where were we? We got the moon. Uh, the, wow, we're moving slowly. Uh, Germany shuts down its last three... Nuclear plants. Uh, oh, was nuclear power deadline. plants, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't get that. The deadline was delayed for three months because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. 
okay, after Russia's invasion of Ukraine and Russia no longer giving them oil, why in the world did they continue with this? Are they trying to commit suicide as a country? I don't get this at all. Why are we so anti-nuclear when it is exactly the opposite of all the coal burning, oil burning, and yeah. you know stuff that we say is bad for the environment? Okay, I know that there are nuclear waste disposal concerns, but right. those can be addressed. They can be addressed. Not only that, but if, if we think about the small amount of mat. Think about the waste that comes out of a coal plant and compare it mm-hmm. to the waste that comes from a nuclear plant. It's it, The nuclear plant yeah. has very little waste comparatively. And think about the gigantic systems we're sending into space right now. Mm-hmm. I, I bet we could send most of it into space and never see it. Yeah, we could send all of our nuclear waste into space and just launch it out towards the outer reaches yeah, so or launch to the, it towards the sun. Yeah, go, go straight. Let the sun the burn, sun. you know, even vaporize if it, takes it for us. 20 years to get there. It doesn't even have Who to cares? go fast once it gets out of mm-hmm. our orbit. Just kind of launch it and let it ballistically spiral into the sun. Speaking of which, uh, I can't find it. I'll come to it. Hey, by the way, I want to patent on that before anybody actually develops. <laughs> oh, I wrote a story about that a long time ago. Oh, okay. Never mind. Old, uh, old, uh, old idea. Poland and Hungary banned the import of grain and other food from Ukraine. Okay. Um, so I guess what's going on is that why Hungary and I thought they were I thought Poland and Hungary were both pro-Ukraine. Actually, Slovakia and Bulgaria both joined in as well. So what happened is that much of Ukraine's grain was going overseas being sold okay. to other nations mm-hmm. but Russia blockaded them they've got nothing to do with their grain other than give it to people or sell it to people who are on land so the grain price in Poland, Hungary, Slovakia and Bulgaria all plummeted Okay. because there's a lot of grain suddenly because there's a lot of grain to be had on land because they can't sell is, it overseas this is, uh, this so they're is blocking the kind it. of idiotic thinking that kept America in a Great Depression for like 10 years longer than it needed to be, I think. Yeah. I mean, just the stuff. So a couple farmers have a hard time for a couple years. Just let it go. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the president of France went ahead and signed that uh, bill into law uh, concerning the... Uh, About the retirement age? The retirement age, and, and it's getting more and more intense there, more and more protests, more and more people burning piles of garbage because also the garbage men are on strike, and now there's giant piles of garbage with rats in them. <laughs> it's just so France weird. France falling apart. It's so weird. It is. It's just Over weird. a couple of years of retirement question. Yeah. You know, it's funny because two or three years. my wife is, you know, you know, my wife's a few years older than I am. Well, she's in that age where she's required by law to go into 12, actually, to go into well, the, uh, the Medicare system. Cougar. Yeah. 
She's been quiet. <laughs> you didn't know I was cougar material, did you? <laughs> but she's required by law now to go into the Medicare system. And so we're having to deal with all that and figure out on the Social Security and all that kind of stuff. Go into it's, the Medicare system. What do you you, when you reach a certain age, you are required to join Medicare. Oh. It's okay. not, you can't say, oh, I've got my own system. I can, I can handle it. Let me come in when I want. You're required to join Medicare. I did not know that. And start and basically go on the public dole for health care. It's That's so weird. Bad. I didn't realize that either. That's crazy. Twitter begins limiting the number of automated messages being sent by the National Weather Service, including emergency alerts. And How then come? they walked back the changes. Oh. I don't know. I think this is who just care about the I mean the weather service, that's who you Twitter let them do it. I know. I think I think it was a mistake, and I think they're just oh, trying okay. to show how bad Elon Musk is. Speaking oh, of Elon Musk, okay. So they they want to eliminate bot messages, and they happen to accidentally include the weather service. Yeah, I think that's and what happened. It's being painted as Elon Musk was against the weather service. Yeah. Okay. Got Speaking it. of Elon Musk, uh, remember last week he had said the BBC and uh, NPR Mm -hmm. government funded media which they are also slapped uh, the CBC which is Canada's government media and it probably Um, is I'm sure it is in fact they're uh, boycotting Twitter now as well so all the (laughs) all the state medias are boycotting all of of the government medias are off of Twitter wow maybe I should get back on Twitter yeah uh, let's see. Four people are killed, twenty-eight others injured, and a mass shooting at a birthday party in Alabama. A birthday guess, party? Yeah, this is a birthday party. But I think I'm pretty sure this is just another gang related. Oh, it's probably. not really a mass but shooting. The way Dadeville, we're thinking of it, Alabama doesn't sound like a place for a gang, but I, I think it is. I, I something that's going on here because they won't talk about. What, what's the name the of the? Shooting. I'm gonna type this in. D-A-D-E-Ville. Oh, Dadeville, okay. Or Dadaville. I can't find any motives. My computer is dog slow today. I know. Watch your... Now your camera's gonna disappear. I hope not. Let's see what happens. Dadeville, Alabama. Okay. Yeah. It's a small place. Yeah, it's not a big city. But um, I, I just can't figure out why it was why it happened. I'm trying to, to place it in. So okay, the so a little bit north. They won't tell us why. Northeast of think, Montgomery, southeast of Birmingham. Maybe it's another tranny. It's it's down. It's I mean, it's deep Alabama. Right. Yeah, it's it's in there. It's it's a small town. It's mm-hmm. weird. Unless yeah, that unless is. I'm just seeing it wrong. Have you, okay, this, the headline is further sites of illicit soft plastic storage are found in Sydney, Australia. Um, You mean like Ziploc bags? Empty Ziploc bags, stuff that people meant to go to recycle bin and put in a recycle bin 
and then another company comes and collects this and then recycles it. That's the idea. But there are... You mean the wrong, the wrong recycler picked it up? No, there's a company called Red Cycle. Okay. And they collected $20 million from Coles and Woolworth and a couple other places. And they have collected 12,000 tons of plastics. But they're okay. not doing anything. They're storing it in 44 different locations all across Australia. Oh, so they're saying it, that they're recycling, but they're not. But they're not. They're just storing this is, it. I this, think, is like the, <laughs> this is like the... This is like the... This is like the, the, the cemetery scandal where the guy was taking the bodies and saying he's burying them, but he's not. Kinda. It's just that... It's like that for recycling. To recycle this stuff, and it's like... Most people what don't does it realize tell you? that recycling is a... It's cheaper to store it than recycle it. it. Does, yeah, that's what how, does it tell that's you? That's how dumb it is. It that, should tell it, you something. Let's get when I signed up for a tra trash stuff. service... I thought, okay, they're probably going to want want me to put like a certain amount into a recycling bin. They and up in Michigan, it works that way. You like, it's like, oh, you you have to have your recycle thing and you, then your regular thing. Yeah. Well, around here, I you know called my trash service like to get it set up, and they said, oh, and by the way, we also have a recycling bin that we can drop off at your house that you can put your recyclables in, and we'll pick that up with a different truck. That costs an extra, I don't know what, twenty dollars a quarter or it's something dumb. like that. Yeah, Crazy. it's like, well, I'm not going to even bother if you're going to make me pay for it. You should pay me for it. If if it's, yeah, if it makes sense it? to do it, I should get paid for it. Right. But it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Do it. It's cheaper to Most store people, it. So They just don't understand this. And they yeah. don't understand. I mean, I, look, neither one of us are chemists. So maybe we're a little bit off. But it's my understanding that most of the plastics we use are actually from uh, material that's being recycled because in when they manufacture other things, or, they have these leftover chemicals, and it's like, okay, we'll use this to make plastics. And a big part of it is petroleum. Yeah. Most of, I think most of our plastics come are basically petroleum refinery byproducts. And say, hey, we've got this stuff we could... We could store it in the ground, or we could turn it into something useful. Yeah. So we turn it, well, into, we turn it into something, something useful. useful. Before putting it back in the ground. But yeah. these places are storing it in 44 locations across Australia because they can't afford to turn it into something To recycle else it. Because it makes no sense to turn it, it into something make else. It doesn't make sense. You know, and the thing is... There will, there may come a point in in the world's history where it makes economic sense to recycle all this stuff. Yeah. And when that happen, when that makes sense, I'll I'll be all for it. We're just not there yeah. yet. Right. But you know what? You you let the economics play its part and stop trying to force people will. to do it, and and yeah. things will be okay. It'll get more expensive to make plastics or papers, and they'll be like, hey, yeah. since we're running out of resources, let's take these old ones and recycle them. And then, meanwhile, the we'll build up more resources of the natural one. It'll go back yeah. and forth. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, 
Netflix ends its DVD rental service. Did you know that what? Netflix was still renting DVDs? <laughs> no, you gotta be kidding. They actually still had that? I guess so. Wow. It was in BBC I, News, so I don't, maybe it was only in... Oh, uh, maybe it was just in England. England. Okay. After 25 I, I mean, years, I was going to say, wow. I wish I... Because that was the DVD first... That was the first non-blockbuster non, uh, thing that I had was Netflix. And and it was... Um, it was kind of cool because... I, you, know, the, you had the thing where it's like, okay, you rent it. And, and it's, it's like they didn't even worry about the timeline. It's like you can yeah. have up to two DVDs out at a time or three DVDs dvds out of the time whatever it was and when you send the next one back whatever was next in your queue got sent to you okay now here at at one point they figured out that wait a minute we don't have to do this um let's see how did they i forget how they did it but they managed to make it so that with a um a dvd that had an app you could go online and stream the movie. So it's like you had your DVD, you put it in your, your, your app player or whatever. And, and I remember you had to go online and, and order the D the movie you wanted with their DVD and then use that same DVD in some kind of special player or something like that. And then you could stream it and it, and it worked. I I forget exactly how it worked. But my son, who at the time he was, um, I don't know, six years old maybe. Yeah. He's like, you know, and he's still thinking old school, of course. Yeah. But he's like, how did they write that whole movie to that DVD? I thought that was just a, you know, because it didn't look like a writable DVD or anything like that. He he had yeah. real questions about that and how it works. So it gave me an opportunity to kind of investigate and explain to him. But yeah. but I remember Netflix was they were kind of pioneers in some of that that yeah, they stuff, were. the marketing yeah. and the technology. Yeah. Uh, Fox News and Dominion voting systems reach a seven hundred eighty-seven point five million dollar settlement in the defamation lawsuit. I don't get oh, this at all. I don't get it at all. Fox News should have pressed forward full court. And Why said, they? we are not settling. Okay, I, I, I understand. Apparently, there were some things that they knew were lies and oh. talked about them as if they weren't lies. That, okay. did that they shouldn't apparently. have done. I don't know. I don't even know which ones. I just know that. And then there were other things that they were claiming. Uh, remember that lady who worked for Trump? What was her name? Oh, that she kind of messed things up. She was claiming that, yeah. That, he, that Trump had some people that, that by... were really rogue players during well, that whole here's thing. Here's the problem. Um, they could have used... I, I keep hearing the fact that, well, they were claiming things that could never be proved. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they were. All of the things they claimed could be proved. All they had to do is say, bring us the voting records. Yeah. Let's count the votes and let's see if your machines counted them accurately. Let's just yeah. do that. Nobody Why did, did that. No one did that. Nobody did it. Every every single so-called audit that they did was to rerun the numbers from the machines. 
Yeah. Nobody so did a true audit of the voting machine itself. I don't know. The, the, the physical vote should be counted by hand, I think. I think counting hey, votes you know what? by hand and then counted by machine. Hey, I... If you're going to start talking about how votes should be done, you got to give oh, me a forum on one of our shows. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> well, then quit talking about it. All right. A report by the United Nations Population Fund estimates that India will t- overtake China as the most populated country in the world by the middle of this year. Is that so a good thing India or a bad will thing? will have more people than China. Than China. Yeah. I don't uh, know. That is surprising, though. There's like a, like, it's a, like a saying, 500 screaming Chinamen or something like that. 500 million screaming Chinamen will be saying Indians Hmm. instead of Chinamen. Oh, okay. SpaceX launches Earth. Okay. SpaceX launched an Earth observation satellite from Kenya. And I guess this is Kenya's oh, okay. satellite. Yeah. Uh, in, but they launched it in California with their Falcon 9 oh, okay. rocket. Uh, Did it, it make it up this environmental time? Environmental data, data, including data on floods, droughts, and wildfires. I'm to the point, I don't trust anything coming. I, I trust some of the information from NASA. I don't trust NASA's uh, uh, interpretation of the data. I trust all their images yeah. and data. Yeah. But other and countries, they're, and I think they're using here's the thing, as much for... <clears throat> as much as we say the United States government has gone off the rails, NASA is the only space program that I implicitly trust in terms right. of the data. Yeah. In the world, you know, in terms of a national space program. So, a defunct NASA Solar Observatory. Uh, okay. This is called Reuven Ramadi High mm-hmm. Energy Solar Spectroscopic Imager. Re-enters the atmosphere over Ukraine. Uh, it, it triggered a few air raid sirens and, and generated a great big flash. Oh. But... Wish I'd seen it. Just like a meteor. I wish we could have seen it. I yeah. wish it'd come over over America, but oh well. Uh, I guess U.S. is sending troops to Camp Lemonier in to preparation where? for Americans to uh, evacuate Sudan. Sudan. Oh. I, something's going on over there. I, in Sudan. Okay. Yeah. BuzzFeed reports that it will shut down its news section. So uh, BuzzFeed news will be no more. I don't know what else BuzzFeed is. Uh, <laughs> I've never they're shutting down read or watched section. a BuzzFeed anything. So they were the ones. I don't know how to weren't contextualize they the ones who, that. Who broke the uh, the Trump dossier that talked about it oh, the, on the prostitutes? The Russian uh, hoax hoax. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was them. Okay. Uh, SpaceX launches the first test flight of Starship, the largest and most powerful launch vehicle to ever fly. Again, I guess this is a, a, a basically a plane, a 
that's going to carry a vehicle up and then let that vehicle go into space. And I guess this is more efficient more. than than the the launch engines that like we've seen on the on the the NASA right. space shuttles. Right. I think because we can use the air to uh, glide up. And it oh, it's n- it's not purely a, a pure rocket. Yeah. Okay. And then once we get up there, out of the air's reach, where the air can't really help us keep. The then the water, rocket takes over, the rocket and the launcher comes back and lands. Yeah, I think that's the idea. But it was unsuccessful. Plus, you don't have these rockets that you build just to be like blown off and fall back to Earth. Right. And destroyed. Yeah, we can use them again. Uh, but I mean the the vehicle launched successfully, mm-hmm. uh, but lost control and the flight was explosively terminated four minutes what after did, liftoff. Did I anyone can't die? Find what that means? Or was Does it that, unmanned? I, I think it was unmanned. Oh good. But the Gosh. rocket explodes in its test flight. Was was it the launcher that was the problem or the rocket? See, it says it was okay. The vehicle, the lock, the rocket, is what exploded. Okay, uh, was the launcher was fine. The launcher was did its work, and then okay, uh, good. The rocket. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I know. Okay, it's SpaceX. I know that's Elon Musk's thing, but I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm all for space development. These 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 rockets are huge. But yeah. okay, I don't think so. I think I, what I've been saying is wrong. Starship is just a rocket. Oh, it's the rocket, it's not the re- launcher. It is a rocket. It is. It is a launcher, but it launches as a rocket. So. Um, oh. Not as an airplane. I, right. I, I was thinking of another company that was okay. That. Okay. Because I'm looking at at pictures of Starship compared. It's like twice as two or three times as big as the space shuttle. Wow. It's it's bigger than twice as big as the space shuttle. This is a giant rocket. I don't know why uh, but I, I, I don't know did what I can't figure out is did Starship explode? Or was I, it? I, I should have looked more launching. into this. I thought this was something else. Starship cleared its launch complex, and then it was, uh, and then all of a sudden it exploded. So the starship. The starship itself exploded. Yeah, three minutes into the flight, or four minutes into the flight, but three minutes into the flight, it was obvious that something was bad was happening. But it was unmanned. What I'm reading here, it was entirely unmanned. Okay. Well, that's one thing they're doing right then with these test launches and stuff. Yeah. Because it's dangerous. When you've got that much explosive sitting behind a tiny little payload. Still get it right. Yeah. And we've gotten many of them right. Mm -hmm. We're into life site news items now. Uh... Did you hear about Russell Crowe's new film, The Pope's Exorcist? No. 
This is supposed to be a movie about uh, with Gabriel Amorth, the the Vatican exorcist, right. which we've seen. We've seen statements from him on various things, and I, I've seen him in documentaries uh, and heard him talk in documentaries. But uh, I don't know when he died. It was rather recently, I think. Um, but this is supposed to be a film about him. Oh, okay. He died in 2016. Okay, and so in the Francis Pontificate. Pro, yeah, and I, I, it's called The Pope's Exorcist. Uh, Russell Crowe is a good actor. He could probably make anything look pretty good. Does he play but, him, or does he play yeah. like a reporter who's reporting on him? Or okay, he plays him, and I don't. I, I watched the trailer, and I could just tell mm-hmm. from the trailer this is hokey. Oh. This isn't. This isn't real. <clears throat> um, but there is a film that came out called Nefarious. Oh, I heard of that. I, I'm kind of skeptical because, you know, it's it's the same people that, that did some of the other yeah Christian films that you, it's like, eh, you know, you're trying too much yeah. to be. But yeah, it's an just, interesting concept film for me. Right. So I'll probably so, watch it at some point. I, I'm hoping to watch it. I'll have to wait till it hits the Pirate Bay. But, yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> um... Texas Bishop suspends the only Latin mass in his diocese. He's saying Which, because the pastor uh, resided, resigned. Oh. Um, he, and he's saying he has a lack of priests to, to offer the Latin mass ever since that guy resigned. But the uh, so which Texas Bishop is this? BS. This uh, the bishop is Bishop Mulvey. Oh, okay. And. The parishioners are saying BS. Uh, yeah. This is not true. We have plenty of priests willing. Uh, you're just and trying able. to cancel us. You're just doing uh, the work of Francis the Destroyer. And Francis the Destroyer. That's that's his name. I mean, we have we have like Pope Leo the Great, and we've got Francis the Destroyer. Yeah. Uh, Canadian students hold a large protest over the high school's hosting of a drag queen event. Here's the thing: Canadians are not allowed to uh, protest drag queen events for kids. They're not allowed. They're they're jailing. Wait, like there's a law. I guess this pastor keeps going to jail. He was in jail over Easter over it. Well, I hope he keeps up. And Good I for him. Catholic, uh, I'll bishops and the priests raise a glass to him. Be out there, uh, getting arrested with him. Catholic, yeah, Catholic bishops should be right there with him. Should be sharing jail cells with him. Absolutely, it's disgusting. You know, I was talking but a to bunch a guy. Of high I mean, school ca- kids are. Yeah, these are high school kids. I yeah. I knew a guy from Canada when I lived up in Michigan. You know, he worked at the same place I did, but he obviously drive across the border every day and stuff. Yeah, Canada is a weird place. If you are assaulted by somebody. Like, he comes and starts beating you up. If you react back to that, like, throw a punch, mm-hmm. you have broken the law, you both get arrested. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Cause, uh, in Canada. In Canada, there was there was some arguing, and I think 
Trudeau was part of this discussion. They were saying we have a right to, de to defend ourselves with guns. And he said, you don't have a right to defend yourself at all. And you don't have a right to defend yourself with your fists yeah, in Canada. People were taken aback by that, but it's like, no, it's, it's like, yeah, that's, you don't that's have how that Canada right is, guys. Canada. That's, that's Canada. Mm -hmm. Crazy. I guess there was some kind of study about uh, sexual violence in schools. Uh, according to LifeSite News, uh, pornography addiction is a crisis growing that it, it seems it's getting worse and worse, especially with the children and causing younger and younger children to become sexually violent. You know, I think th there was a, a, a book I once read. It was called. It doesn't matter what it was called. Um, within the context of this book, um, virtual reality had developed in, in yeah. the like past to the extent that like you could enter into it like a VR world and just completely live in that world. Yeah. And eventually, uh, because people spent more and more of their time there, it's like the whole world almost, almost collapsed. And so all the governments got together and agreed on a absolute ban on VR. And the only use of VR that they would use, and all the governments got together and did this, is that at a certain age, kids would go into this environment where they would be put in this VR thing that kind of, it would figure out what was right for each kid, but it completely enlightened them as to why VR absolutely had to be banned. And so that's how they perpetuated it and kept it as, as a banned thing. I could see, and uh, as much as I hate like central government stuff, and actually in reality, central governments are like, all, all of those who are centrists disagree yeah. with me on this anyway, but I could see and would probably almost support this kind of central government just absolute ban on pornography. Yeah. Because of this kind of uh, stuff. It, it's it's that damaging. It is it is eating away the brains of so many kids out there. Uh, and I, I mean, I remember a long time ago I started looking into, okay, so um, everybody seems to agree that there's a problem. Mm -hmm. But let's say you're in a parish and you're like, uh, I got a problem. If I got a drinking problem, I know where to go. I go to yeah. AA or... You find the AA meetings, you go, there's people there to help you through it. Same with mm -hmm. gambling, shopping mm -hmm. addiction, even video game addiction to a certain extent. Um, yeah. But it, but in, in every uh, spiritual leader seems to accept the fact that pornography addiction is a serious problem. But there are very few places a pornography addict can go to find any help. And oh. especially in the Catholic Church, there's nothing mm -hmm. Catholic, or at least very few Catholics. I did find one book that actually addressed and said, not only is it bad, but here's why it's bad, and here's how you deal with it. And I was going to say, those, what to do about it is the big question. Right. And it's not one of those things, I'll put this app on your phone and then that'll take care of it. It's not oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it actually goes step by step. What's, what's the I've, app I keep hearing on Matt Frank? Covenant Eyes. 
Yeah, Covenant Eyes. I, I don't know. It's I, like, yeah, it's whatever. Like, okay, give a guy 10 minutes. He can figure a way around it. Oh, well, it represents a, a block for him to go around. Okay, I get I'm it. I'm an engineer. It is, I, it is an I'll extra defeat thing, that in my sleep if I need but, to. Uh, yeah. It's an extra step that he has to take, but that's not mm-hmm. the Okay, um, right. I linked to the book on our website. Oh, okay, good. It was written before cell phones were quite widely as used. Oh. It's my opinion, if you take the approach that it took to computers and applied it to cell phones, I think it would still be 100% workable. But, okay, let's pause on that for a minute though. Okay. Should this be something that that we're because uh, you know that this is a news story that came up and we both agree this is an increasing problem rather than a decreasing problem even if the awareness of it is starting to increase mm-hmm. should we be like sort of sticking this in the face of pastors and priests so that they're aware of it? It's, it's so that they can point people to it and say in the confessional, hey, by the way, you might want to look into this book you, or uh, you might want to look into these things. I, I, I'm i actually part of a group trying to do something of that nature oh, okay. in Cincinnati, but it's so, uh, I don't know, people are, you know, I think part of it, uh, people are scared to point to anything. Um to any kind of solution because they're afraid of things like lawsuits and stuff like that. I, I don't know. Holy I don't cow. know what exactly is keeping people away from any real solution. I mean, what? Also, why would, I mean, it's like, you're hey, priest, I'm going to sue AA because I went back to drinking? Is it that kind of thing? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, I, I, if you're a priest and somebody says, hey, here's a solution, how do you know it's a solution? How do you know that there's anything Catholic about the solution. Well, why do you and care? It's like, here's something that might be a solution for some people and save some souls. Yeah. yeah. That's all you need. I, I, I would think, but it's... Uh, mm, it's a weird problem that... And the, the way it's a problem has changed within the past 20 years. Because 20 years ago, the problem was that there are a bunch of men around our age who are kind of trapped in it, but leaving a se- leading a secret life, and they're not telling mm-hmm. anyone about it. And so yeah. the problem never comes to light, and they just they, they kind of sink into their own perversions there. And that's why a lot of bad things were happening. But since then, uh, I mean, teenagers talk about it like it's not a big deal, like... It, wow. Okay, think about. I haven't heard out. that. That's weird. And and our so it's like they, as though it's like a yeah. They talk no about one, it the way they talk about going to a ball game or something. Yeah. Well, not that so much. It's just that in our generation, no man would ever ever admit to masturbating. You just yeah. didn't use that word. No or, one ever. Yeah. Never. Mm-hmm. Um. Now there are actually people saying, "Hey, I'm off." I'm off of masturbating for the next two weeks or something like that. Oh, so they're like, they're, they're like, it, it's coming to light, but it's such a weird thing because there's absolutely no shame over it in this younger generation. It's, it's almost like, okay, that, that is weird because it's like on the one hand, the, 
the openness to, to talking about it in a way that allows, like, I guess, kids to say, I'm going to not do this. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, removing the shame is like, Something, no yeah. big deal if I do. It, it's like, it, that's right. weird. I, it is okay. a weird turn of the problem that I never thought I would see. And it's but like, do you well, think maybe, do you think maybe it was this, this way in the days of St. Paul? You know, like you, like you referenced his letter to the Romans. Yeah. I mean, do you think maybe th- that was like what he was dealing with then, and that's why he wrote the letter the way he did? I mean, maybe, I know, maybe it's. But I've never heard it, it. It's the word "masturbate" is not in the Bible. Well, no, if it I know, a problem, but I, somebody would talk about it and say, "Okay, but you're if, not supposed to." Do I mean, this. if but if it's a standard thing for guys to 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 be buggering other like young boys and stuff, you know that they're also doing that. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know. I, I don't know if it, maybe it wasn't a problem because maybe, maybe not every image that people were seeing was sexualized. And well, that's true. This, I mean, in, in today's sex, and it's like, digital world, it's a lot different. It's and, like, if you got the urge, you had a place to go back then, but it wasn't yeah. like, like just thrown at you constantly. Right. So I, I, I don't hmm. know. Yeah, I wonder that's... about things like that too. I, I just yeah. I guess keep praying to St. Paul, but for heaven's sakes, I mean, if if there are helps out there, I think every priest should be taking like everything he can possibly put in his arsenal and throwing it at the issue of saving souls. That I, that should be their a, attitude. I did a survey once, and I was able to get. I think 500 respondents. Um, wow. Out of them, I think I, I'm making up some of the numbers because mm-hmm. I don't remember the numbers, but it was startling. But roughly, like, yeah, say, proportions. 250 of them were Catholic. Okay. Most of them viewed pornography more than once per week. Wow. Very, very few of them thought that this was a problem. Wow. This this was about 10 years ago, maybe 15. But still. I mean, that's And yet and yet it's still something that we would never talk about. This is the same generation of men who would never ever admit to doing it. Wow. In public, you know? It's such a weird thing that in a private survey, they didn't see any problem with it. But they would never talk about it publicly right? because, because in reality that, they that saw it's like It's like how how do you see a non-problem with something that you would never admit to publicly. Right. What, what kind of acrobats are you doing mentally? That's in, in and spiritually. To, yeah. I, you know, I... Wow. I, we should do another show on pornography. We did two shows we did, on We did two at least. And uh, no, one we, was like was pornography specifically. One yeah. was addiction more, more generally. Right. And I, and I thought that was a really good one that we did. But, yeah, they're they're in our. I, I think they're in all of our uh, archives, so you mm-hmm. can find them. Just go to the website and search for it. Uh, British Columbia breaks new overdose records one month after decriminalizing all drugs. Whoa! All drugs in British Columbia, like even like so, bad stuff, like 
designer drugs and crap like that. So maybe they're illegal, but they've all been decriminalized. Decriminalized, anyway. yeah. You know, uh, it does. It's not surprising though, is it? I mean, the the cause yeah, effect aspect. Think? Yeah. Uh, Steven Crowder brought up something that I hadn't thought of. Um, people who the argument is that if we decriminalize it, there's nothing for the criminals to do. These criminals who sell heroin oh. make money off it because it's a crime. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't a crime, they wouldn't the do criminals it. couldn't make money off it. Here's the problem. Yes, criminals that's true. Criminals are criminals. They are criminals because they've decided that they don't have to adhere to the rules that the rest of us mm-hmm. adhere to. So if it's not, if they had no problem selling drugs, why would they have any problem selling anything else? Like... Mm-hmm sex or yeah i mean if if you if you decriminalize drugs what are you doing are you maybe just shifting the focus to human trafficking yeah i mean at at one time the 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 focus was marijuana and then it became Mm -hmm. cocaine and crack and now it's fentanyl so and then humans in in british columbia we'll see how it works there i don't think Mm. it's working too well uh, I'm not saying I agree with the war on drugs. I don't. I don't know what the answer. No, is I mean I, I'm not convinced that what we're the doing way that, isn't working. You know, it, it's like I said. I agree with local laws rather than federal laws, but at the same time, it, it's like yeah, there's a there's a um, there's a point at which you draw your line at one place in order to keep people from hitting the line at a at a very different place. The biggest problem is that there's an economy to the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. And if there weren't an economy, I think maybe some of the problems would go away. Yeah. Or not go away, some of the problems would get better because um, law enforcement would be better at dealing with it. Right. If law enforcement wasn't making money on it. <laughs> there's uh, that too. James O'Keefe exposes dangerous reality of transgender men and men in women's prisons. What? So his latest video from uh, his new his oh come new on is, organization is why does it take uh, him to expose that? I mean, kudos to James O'Keefe, but O'Keefe ser- Media Group, OMG. Seriously, hey, I like that. OMG. If if you're a guy, yeah. <laughs> if you're yeah. a guy and you have few enough scruples that you're in a a serious prison and it's like hey there's women over there let me claim to be one so i can get with them i mean would there be even even the slightest hesitation not no. only that but uh this butch over here isn't gonna rape me if i'm in a women's prison mm. so i'll go over there that's another point i get to hey, do the I'm raping instead of be raped yeah okay and yeah, it shouldn't take uh, James O'Keefe to point this out. But thank you for uh, doing so. <laughs> uh, okay, so regarding those leaked documents, Tucker Carlson talked about them and said that... This is the, the Discord ones? Yeah. These documents prove that that U.S. is at war with Russia. Uh we're using Ukraine as a proxy war and that we are losing which oh 
don't know. We all knew that anyway. I don't know. Yeah, it's like. Okay. I mean, it's 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 like they stole the election. Yeah, we know. But yeah, everybody knows. <laughs> somebody gave us proof of one kind of cheating that they did, and it's like, okay, here it is. Oh, you're still gonna deny it. Right, yeah, whatever. yeah. It's got. I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to say, "Are you an election denier?" to me, so that I can say. I guess I am in the same way that I'm a flat earth denier. Yeah, I don't believe there's an election anymore. (laughs) Over 50,000 Nigerian Christians have been killed for their faith since 2009. That does not surprise me. Yeah, I mean, come on, Africa is where it's happening in the Catholic world, and you know that's where Satan's going to focus his firepower. Yeah. But I think that's where our salvation is going to end up coming from. People have been saying this for the past 20 years, and it seems more and more because the African bishops are the only ones standing up to the Pope. Yep. Uh, California Church ordered to pay $1.2 million for refusing to comply with the COVID mask mandates. Now, okay... This is in California. Okay. Wait, mask mandates? Yeah. So they didn't make their guys wear masks. Okay. Um, First of all, good for the bishop. I don't know where he is on other stuff, but good on that. No. Oh, it didn't say Catholic church? No. Just California church. Just Uh, a California church. You you say church, I assume Catholic. Calvary Christian Fellowship. Ah, okay. You know Catholic church did. They, okay, well, it's, I, I got to admit, it surprised me. It's like, really? Unless uh, it was Latin. I was thinking a bishop? Really? Okay, all yeah. right, now it makes sense. Okay, so the judge is uh, yelling at these worshipers and saying, wearing a mask while worshiping one's God and communing with other congregants is a simple, unobtrusive way to protect others while still exercising your right to religious freedom. That's what the judge said. I imagine this has to be appealed because didn't California just drop the mandates? And if I they drop so. the mandates, doesn't that prove that they don't even they think the mandates were doing anything? With? Yeah. As we pointed out last week. Uh, if, if they're going to drop these mandates, then they must have not been very good mandates. Yeah. Because why would else would they drop it? Should there be a that was a stupid law defense in American jurisprudence? I, I would think there some. I mean, it's it's not just that it was stupid. It was just <sighs> malicious. Insane. Yeah, it was like beyond. It's it's it's. Like I, no we should have a level-headed a ju- person. Yeah. Would, this is jury, jury nullification. They call it when the jury, like, if you could get it in front of a jury. They say, well, okay, the law is what it is, but it was stupid. It shouldn't be enforced. It shouldn't have been a law to begin with. And so we're going to just nullify the law within the case of this hearing and acquit. This is clown world dystopia. And it is, really. It's crazy. Uh, U.S. government scientists, uh, and I guess this is in some kind of report, an official U.S. government publication suggests that the Department of Homeland Security use remote detection technologies for crowd control, anti-crime operations, and ensuring the security of the government. They're talking about monitoring brain activity. 
for security reasons. Wow. And to do that, that that they would have to have something attached to you, right? Yeah. I was like they're talking about intrusive crap. Yeah. So I, it's it's recommending that they find a way to do this? That's what it seems to say. I don't know, maybe like for criminals or for everyone. I don't that, that's yeah. I wrote uh, I started writing a sci fi story. I guess I'm like I'm like three quarters of the way through it, but I stopped. Uh, about the, the premise is that they come up with a new um, a new system for letting criminals go early. And the system is we're gonna put something in your head that allows us to see and hear everything you see and hear anytime we want. Oh. So you can go out, do whatever you want. You have no idea whether or not we're listening. And mm -hmm. every now and then they would check in on various criminals, say, okay, what is this guy doing? Right. And if it looked like he was up to something, then we could go chase him down. And everything they recorded mm -hmm. in that system could be used in a court of law. It's kind of hard to, to get intimate with like a woman or something under that. Right. Well, that but, that was that was a big part of the story is that this this criminal is uh, he's actually the criminal is with the cop's wife who's oh <laughs> okay <laughs> I, oh yeah, I should I should find that thing and finish it dust it off it was and a finish pretty it. good yeah. story <laughs> I couldn't think of a way to end it. That Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like, where do you want to go with the story? And and is the story about this one guy, or is it about the program about and him you know all that kind, kind of stuff? Of going through a, a schizophrenia where he's, mm -hmm. he doesn't know who he is anymore. Like oh, that. okay. Oh, and that would be interesting. Like, if you got onto some uh, hallucinogenic drugs, are they recording what you're actually seeing or what your brain thinks you're seeing? Actually, the opening scene was him seeing a bunch of weird stuff and saying he's asleep, he's dreaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, remember Cardinal McCarrick? Yes, everybody yeah. remembers Cardinal. Now McCarrick. he's being charged in. Uh, he's been charged in Wisconsin. Wow, that's a little bit was, outside of his area. I thought he was being already. I thought he was already doing something in. Where was it? Mississippi or Missouri? I, I I haven't heard anything like, like specifically about ago. him in a while. I thought remember he, he was, was out asking of the he was asking to get out of the trials because he had uh, dementia. Oh, and he was saying you guys shouldn't try me like this. But well, now Wisconsin is after him, and he's being charged for assaulting a boy in 1977. You know what? God is never ever going to accept a dementia charge or a dementia yeah. defense. Right. I don't think we should either. No, we shouldn't. Uh, I don't think we should accept uh, insanity defense. No, me neither. Other than... You other commit than, the act, you do, do the crime. I mean, we had talked about once, there's a difference between... I, I've got paranoia and I think this guy's trying to kill me and that's why I killed him. Oh yeah, I mean, if, if and, your act was then, reasonable... Given what you believe, okay. But if it was Maybe. criminally bad, given what you believe, then 
insanity yeah. shouldn't change that. Yeah, I, right. I think we're agreed on that. Uh, transgender Ohio man charged after exposing himself in the women's YMCA bathroom. This is in Xenia, Ohio. Oh, this is right up the road. Yeah, Xenia. Darren okay. Lines has been charged and arraigned on three counts of public indecency. He keeps going to the YMCA and walking around naked. In the women's, like, the okay, women's so he says, hey, I'm a woman, so I'm going to go to the women's locker room. I'm going to walk around naked. And I can see your pee-pee. You're not a woman. Because we know what a woman Somebody is. Somebody called him out on it. Did he? Eventually, he's going to shoot people for not conforming to his reality. Yeah, it's like, why won't you admit that I'm a woman? Why are you arresting me for exposing myself to women? Uh, Elon Musk tells Tucker Carlson that the U.S. government had full access to private messages on Twitter. Did anyone think that they didn't? Yeah, I, I've been okay. Did anyone in the world think that they had any privacy at all? I think they, yeah, I think Twitter was fully open and all even private messages were available for government surveillance. Yeah, I, and I think Twitter is the same as uh, Facebook and mm -hmm. where yeah, you know, it's all the same thing. I, all of them. U.S. Invest, invests $1.5 to spur the 5G rollout. Uh, this was happening, I can't figure out what day, that, when this was supposed to have happened, but this is despite new evidence of devastating health issues. Now this is what they're saying, and then they're quoting a study from Sweden that showed that a previously healthy woman developed symptoms of microwave syndrome after a 5G cell tower was installed uh, next to her apartment. I one guess, woman? I'm, yeah, one woman. Why would that? Why would that stop the investigation? I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I don't huh. believe 5G is is unhealthy. And I, I think it's stories like this are kind of irresponsible and. You know, if you put up a, a, any kind of tower that transmits anything, there's going to be weirdos who live around there that don't like it and, and claim to have gotten something from it. Well, you know, I think Barney this Miller stuff is, that. I think this stuff is maybe intentional distractions. It's like, okay, let's get everybody worried about 5G while we're figuring out new ways to force people to have unhealthy and, um, and... Um, dangerous vaccines. Yeah. yeah because I, I've listened to the arguments against 5G and there are ones like this where it's like one person developed microwave syndrome. I don't even know what like, the hell that what is. What does that mean? And what do you mean one person? Yeah. It's like... Yeah. You should, what, you know, we, we used to have like like cases against companies dumping crap into the, the groundwater that were based on a whole town. thousands of people yeah. within a community developing cancer over the years. Right. But one woman has microwave syndrome. Well, here's the thing. And then I hear that. And then I hear a bunch of just like things that I know are not at all uh, researched because of the way they're worded. 
So it's mm-hmm. like, it, 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 it gives the wrong, something about the, the frequencies and things like that. And it's like, what are you talking about? What frequency are you talking about? And they can never explain it. They just say there are bad frequencies and good frequencies. <laughs> I, so, and then I keep listening and the real, the real problem that some of the, some of the people who actually can think and aren't uh, just repeating rhetoric are their real problem is the fact that it's so fast and that it allows so many devices to talk at the same time. Oh, the real problem with it is the power of it, and I don't. It's the think social aspect, not the not the technological. Yeah. yeah, it's just that I don't want every device in my house to be uploading data to whoever Facebook government. Well, then Twitter. don't buy a five G device. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. Now, what's that phone in your pocket? Who do you think if you don't want your light bulbs reporting 5G, then don't be up by a 5G light bulb. <laughs> now, at the same token, um, there are certain governments trying to force people into uh, installing things like smart uh, thermostats into their home. Oh, yeah. Like to, uh, so that and, is and happening. They'll go but through that's things like... Fight, not the 5G. They'll, they'll go through like, oh, if you do this, we'll give you... We'll subsidize your power company to give you discounts yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, that they, they shouldn't be doing that. The government can stay out of that. Let the power companies worry about it. Yeah. Uh, a crowd erupts as a country star... Riley Green, I guess the word Bud Light was in a lyric for one of his songs, and he replaced it with a different beer. A different beer? Yeah. Because Bud Light is... wild, yeah. Like Um, wild in a good way? Yeah. So (laughs) I I guess the the point is that... It continues to show. People are fighting back against this uh, Bud Light thing, and... Go woke, go broke. Kind of, but I really don't think Bud Light's going to suffer at all. I think no, I mean, it'll be a blip. It'll be a blip. Yeah, and it's sad that that's the way it is. And Bud Light knows that. Really suggested. I mean, Budweiser yeah. knows that. So. Yeah. Uh, two men arrested for allegedly running illegal communist China-linked police station in New York. Illegal so communist China-linked police station. I guess this is like China has like this little Soviet or this little uh, satellite office in New York to try to run down uh, people who Chinese dissidents. Oh, okay. They figured New York is a place like New York Chinatown. That's where they would hang out. So we're going to have our own police force there and run them down. Yeah. Forty-four members of China's national police have been separately charged with various crimes committed in attempts to track down and harass Chinese dissidents who have fled to the U.S. So, uh, you know what? It's kind of, I mean, that's the kind of thing we saw in the 80s, in the 70s and 80s with Russia. Yeah. Pope Francis gives relics of the uh, Jesus' cross to King Charles for an Anglican coronation ceremony. Uh, I don't think he should have done that. Why, why would he do that? Because he's an idiot. Because he's 
fan. This is our, I don't know, it's just a cross. It's just a piece, but that piece is what That's the cross of salvation. Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Supreme Court extends the hold on Texas ruling against the abortion pills until Friday. So tomorrow, the Supreme Court will decide on whether or not Texas can ban the abortion pill the way they did. Hmm. And this was when the Texas said, look, the FDA should not have approved this pill. Yeah. And um, honestly, you know, this is, this is another case where the FDA is even to the extent that that you accept their role as uh, under the the interstate commerce clause. Okay, Congress has the right to regulate the commerce among the several states. That doesn't mean they have the right to regulate commerce within a state. And any single state right. can say a particular product, irrespective of FDA approval, is illegal in our state. And yeah. Texas should stand up for that, regardless of what the Supreme Court decides. Right. They should. I mean, this is this is the kind of thing that states should be willing to take up arms about. Yeah. Uh, Katie Hobbs, the Arizona governor who cheated her way in, she vetoed the anti-infanticide bill requiring care for newborn alive babies um, for for botched abortions. These are the... Oh, okay. This is... I, I, how can... How do you... I, I mean, I understand that these people are just evil, but... <laughs> I know. How do you, where how do, you do this? The, what, it's like, what, they, what words do they use to defend this? Yeah. It's like, well, we need this evil. Let's... We need to be all the way evil. So let's do this. Yeah. You know, this, this is... Live. And I, I've brought this up before in our podcast. Yeah. Um, it's a good thing that the Equal Rights Amendment was defeated. Because under this kind of provision, the, the theory of abortion is not just all oh, woman has a right to end her pregnancy. Because in this case, the pregnancy is done with. It's like, yeah. oh, She's not, not only does she have a right to end her pregnancy, she has a right to a dead baby. Right. Now, so, I mean, once that baby's separated from her body, why does she have any right over it at all? Well, irrespective of that, let's let allow that to happen and then bring the Equal Rights Amendment, which says you can't have laws that apply to women differently than men. Now, a man has every right to a dead baby that a woman has, which means a man can now force any woman who's carrying his baby to get an abortion. Under the an Equal Rights Amendment to the Constitution, that's the final consequence of that. Yeah. A man can force a woman to get an abortion if she's carrying his baby. Twitter reverses its ban on misgendering uh, gender-confused people. So okay, if I so call him what does her, that mean? I used to be, it used to be that if... if if uh, if I'm trying to say I'm a girl and somebody calls me a he, I could get them banned. I, and and they're reversing. Oh, and that Twitter said we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. So you, uh, you guys work it out yourselves. Your stupid little fights. They're no longer going to call that hateful conduct. All right. Okay. Um, that's that's a good step. At the same time, Matt Walsh quits YouTube mm-hmm. because it is demanding that he use these 
from, you know, Trina yeah. Vista. Yeah, he says, nope, not gonna. I, I, um, I don't know what that means, though. Is he not mean? going to work for the Daily Wire? Wasn't he a, a the Daily Wire? Oh, show? because, because they did their stuff on, on YouTube. Maybe it's just his personal channel, though. Because people will work for a news channel and then have a personal channel besides. Yeah, I don't know what that means. But, I mean, the, the real... The guy who seems like he might be changing all this is... Uh, uh, what's his name? Crowder. Because oh, he's mm -hmm. the one actually fighting it. And he's... He, he's bringing more people to rumble. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, so I, I think if more people like him would do what he's doing, I think we'd see a huge shift. And and he's doing it. He's doing it well. Because if you if you go to Rumble and watch him, well, let's say go to YouTube and watch him. The stuff that they allow him to to have. But they don't have, let him have much because uh, he's always saying things. But every yeah. time he says, starts talking about transvestites, a little sign comes up and says, "If you want to see this content, you have to go to Rumble." We're not oh, okay. To so go ahead, do your More videos. Saying, and and instead saying. of allowing yourself to get banned from YouTube, pop that sign up and say, "Go to Rumble." Yeah. Make it into a Rumble ad. Halfway through. Uh, yeah, a but you thought you know, like, sounds oh, really I want to go see what he's saying. And yeah. he's he's very entertaining. I think That's... I think he's going to be the one that might help turn the tide on all this. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Priest expert on Freemasonry says Vatican cardinals spread disinformation about SSPX. Now, okay, there's this priest who published a book about... Uh, about the SSPX, I guess, and then about the whole Lefebvre case. And I was looking into this, I, I didn't read the entire thing, because he's saying that these Freemason Cardinals were spreading misinformation about SSPX. I said, what misinformation? Right. I mean, so I went and tried to read through and find it, I couldn't really find anything very specific that these Freemasons said that would matter, other than oh. just whispering in the Pope's ears to make Lefebvre look bad. Now maybe that happened, but I'm not real sure how relevant that is. But what is the spreading of the mis? What is the information that was spread specifically? Yeah, but the information that. The bishop was told not to ordain bishops, and he did so anyway. That wasn't misinformation. That's not misinformation. That he was told that, and he did it anyway. Yeah. And he did it anyway. That happened. So yeah. I, I don't know what... Okay, so people were telling lies about him, making him look bad to the Pope. So what? The Pope still had authority, and the Pope did what he wanted to do. Whether he was wrong or right, it's still his... Maybe they didn't Still mean spread it. disinformation. Maybe they just meant lied to the Pope. I guess so. Okay, uh, it's it's so, bad on so their part the, that they did so, but that doesn't make it okay right. for Lefebvre to do what he did. Right. 
Uh, here's one of the quotes from the article. It took a few years to deconstruct French Catholicism, but eventually every functioning bishop in France was a free-thinking progressive who viewed Lefebvre and the SSPX as religious and social reactionaries who in time, hopefully very soon, would simply fade away and die. Now, we could, I mean, we could say the same thing about um, the followers of Martin Luther. I yeah. Mean, they, we thought they would just fade away and fade die. Fade away and die. They didn't. They mm -hmm. turned into a big religion. And mm -hmm. they're still not Catholic. And if, if the SSPX wants to be Catholic, there's some things that they have to the, do. Yeah. I don't know what to say. You, you can, it doesn't matter whether or not people lied about them. They still did what they did. And there's, they still don't have canonical, uh, I don't know what the word is. Normal. Yeah, I don't know. The, there's the, I don't know what their standing canonically is. I, I've heard like conflicting reports about that. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. Someday maybe we could do a deep dive, but I, I'm just not all that inclined to even. Yeah, I doesn't. I don't think it matters too much. The fact is, they're bragging because they're not going to obey Pope Francis. At the same yeah. time, they're claiming Pope Francis is the Pope. So it's like, well, what does that mean then? Mm -hmm. Contradicting yourself. Uh, Disneyland announces its first ever Pride Night, which will take place in June. All right. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't understand any parent who lets their kids watch any Disney. Disney. Yeah. Nope. I don't know. My granddaughter wanted to watch. I'm sorry. You're not going to nope. Disney. Not Maybe Disney. Jungle Book. The old Jungle Book. Oh, the I old Mowgli even... and. Yeah. Yeah. I won't even put uh, the Little Mermaid on on the mm -hmm. hard drive. Dumbo. Yeah. I like Dumbo. Uh, speaking of Dumbo, do you remember? Um, there's a scene where the circus pulls into town, and then all these big men get out of the train and start setting up the, the mm -hmm. circus, the tents and stuff. Yeah, and and it's a song. It's kind of a working man song, you know. Get it, get it done in this whatever, mm -hmm. and they call themselves roustabouts. I didn't even know what a roustabout was. I had to look it up. Um, it, it's kind of a. I, I, I would. It's kind of deep. The oh. Way mm -hmm. The working man, the working laborer, is used and thought of, and even thinks of themselves in. Yeah. In life, I just. Oh. I like the huh. song. It was a good song. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, Unlike the songs that they put out now, yeah, now it's that like... are gay. This is not gay. This is a bunch mm -hmm. of men doing hard work. Uh, West Virginia abortionists dropped the lawsuit challenging the state's regulations on protecting life. So West Virginia state passes laws protecting the lives of children. Uh, what was the name of the Alliance Defending Freedom? is the no not them i don't know who somebody was challenging it okay. and they brought up a lawsuit and they dropped it and they've dropped it now and they're kind of celebrating this but i just hmm. 
I think you should be trying to figure out why. Why did they drop it? Is there something else in the works that they're cooking up? It's, it's. I don't think it's because they ran out of money. I think they're, I think they're doing something else. I think people should in West Virginia should really watch it mm-hmm. because yeah. here in Ohio, I know that they're trying to put a law on or put a ballot out concerning abortion and they're doing it in a year that most people will not vote and they're not talking so that they can try to get it to pass i i wish we had more listenership just to tell Mm -hmm. people you need to vote in ohio every time you can uh this is very serious they can we could wake up i mean right now we have a heartbeat bill and for a while, we effectively stopped most of the abortions in Ohio. And then a judge came along and said, oh, you can't do that. Well, that's being fought out, and I think we'll win. Meanwhile, uh, so while it's being fought out, we're still killing babies again. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're slipping this on the ballot, and, and then people are going to wake up and be like, oh, okay, we won the case, but now... But now you can't failing. have... Yeah. People need to, I know everybody's discouraged after what happened with Trump. And I know a lot of people go, I'm never voting again. Look, it's not wrong to vote. It takes a couple hours at the most. There's nothing, even if you, even if you're an idiot to think your vote counts, it doesn't matter. There's nothing wrong with doing it. Just, you've got to vote. These local elections are so important now. Mm -hmm. Ever since we overcame Roe v. Wade, the local election. It became way local. more important. Yeah. You gotta vote. Alright, that's all my news. Alright, so this is this kind of surprised me. So the president of Colombia um, has removed a police chief for admitting that they use exorcisms as as part of like chasing down drug runners and stuff like that. How would they use an exorcism to chase down? I wasn't entirely sure. And I don't know if they... It's like... He said he had inappropriately allowed his religious beliefs to infringe on his duties. I don't know what that means. If you're arresting guys, if you're being successful... um, He says to catch drug kingpins and guerrilla leaders... Okay. Um, strong condemnation of abortion, which is legal in Col- Okay, so he's against abortion and he uses exorcisms. But but to me, here's the thing. If if you've got a guy and, and you know, I, I'm I'm thinking about like like some of the stuff that Jesse Romero has, has reported in Los Angeles. Yeah, this is ag- ex- this is exactly what I was thinking of when you were talking about this. Yeah. I was thinking about so some you've got of the a guy he he's said. he's like possessed. And you do an exorcism, now you're not talking to the demon anymore, you're talking to the guy. And yeah. now his demeanor has changed and, and his character has changed, and now he gives you information that the demon never would have given you. So I can see that as a real thing in law enforcement. I mean, to the extent yeah. that these guys are really possessed, which I think many of them are. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Why <laughs> does anybody imagine that the president of Colombia is not 
somehow involved in the drug trade. Yeah, I imagine most people realize, well, okay, but I, I it's funny that um, he's willing to publicly uh, show his fear of this guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what surprises me. This isn't about, this story to me isn't about a guy uh, having an inappropriate entanglement between his religion and his duties. This story is about the president of Colombia. Like, this yeah. is Cartel Central being afraid yeah. of this guy for being willing to use exorcisms. Right. All right. Next. This was just, this was weird for me. Okay, so Merriam-Webster, the dictionary people, mm-hmm. um, you know, updated like gender definitions and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I saw this story that this guy um, had like some home confinement and, and prison and probation and that kind of stuff for making threatening communications to Merriam-Webster. Now, here's here's what was interesting. Okay, when when we think of threatening communications, um, it's like on the one hand, there's the hey, somebody ought to drag him out into the street and shoot him. Yeah, we can say that about a lot of people against us, though. That's like that's often said against Christians. That's not threatening communications, though. That's that's right. just giving my opinion it's about more like what incitement. Exactly. That's, yeah, it doesn't even rise to the level of incitement. It, it's just my opinion about what ought to happen. Now, if I say to a group of people, yeah. "Hey, if you all care about your country, you'll go from here and grab that guy and drag him out to the street and shoot him." Okay, that's incitement. And if I say, "I'm coming for you," I've got my gun. I've got a bullet with your name on it, and it's got an appointment with your brain. I'm coming for you. That's threatening communications. Um, This guy, as far as I could tell, reading any of the stuff in in the the news story, at least, it doesn't even rise to the level of incitement, let alone threatening communication. So, to me, the real story here isn't about how uh, some guy threatened Merriam-Webster. It's about how apparently the courts, in concert with Merriam-Webster, are working to redefine what threatening communication is. Yeah. He knew that it was fearful that Hanson would come to their office and cause harm. Uh, referenced a 2015 attack on Charlie Hedbo offices in France where terrorists killed 12 people who worked for the satirical weekly newspaper. Was that the, the guy who uh, did something on the Muslims? Yeah, but notice they, they said he referenced it. They didn't include a quote of the reference. Right. It, no, notice that they're not, not actually providing any quoted information that no the, the guy didn't reference threats. it 
the person who felt threatened. Oh, the communications referenced it. No, the communications. The guy didn't didn't even do it at all. It said internal internal company communications referenced the attack. Yeah. So two workers. Oh, well, maybe he's going to be like the 2015 attack where. Yeah. So basically, this this news story in all of its various quotes doesn't contain even a single inciting or threatening quote from this guy. Okay. Okay. The only quote I can find is, it's absolutely sick, sickening that Merriam-Webster now tells blatant lies and promotes anti-science propaganda, Hanson wrote, according to pro- well, I've got, prosecutors. Oh, there yeah, is no such thing as gender identity. The imbecile who wrote this entry should be hunted down and shot. That's all yeah, I wrote. That's it. That's that's that doesn't even rise to the level of incitement under American law. All right, law. wait a minute. Yeah. Now we got the courts are redefining in, that. Hansen well, wrote an email to the president of the University of North Texas in 2022. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read that one too. You ought to be shot in the head. You ought to be shot in the head, and your office is set on fire for supporting these transvestite students. Yeah. Um, but that, I don't know. Not threatening, not even incitement, because it was just to the, it was to the president and not even to a crowd. Yeah, and it wasn't a... It wasn't a threat, it was a expression of how I think things ought to go. Yeah. This, I, the, I mean, to me, this is like, okay. I, well, I'm can... fine. I'm fine with saying this is incitement, but it has to be the same across the board. When these people talk about pro, uh, pro-lifers and the fact that we oh, should if be they shot, wanted, yeah. it down, yeah. well then mm-hmm. let's put that woman let's in jail. apply the same. She should bio. go to jail. 30 days yeah. of home confinement. Three that's years right. of probation. Yeah, that's, that's another way to look at it. Let's, we need to, let's apply it equally. Because it happens a lot to conservatives. I mean... Mm-hmm. Who's a, the one Kathy something or other who who held up the uh, the severed head of Donald Trump in one of her satires? I mean, things like that. She right. should go to jail for that. If, if we're going to go to jail for this stuff, she should. So, yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. And my final one. I only had three today. Back to Colombia. Uh, one of Escobar's cocaine hippos was killed on the highway. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. Cocaine hippos. Mm-hmm. Gonna, there it is. I'm going to turn down the death. But the point of this is that Cocaine hip are these hippos on cocaine? Yeah. Well, no, they were brought in as part of like some, some kind of cocaine deal or something population. like that. Like, I don't know. Oh, I, they're so cocaine like, hippos. He just wanted some hippos. He wanted some hippos, and, and I think he traded some cocaine for them or something. Okay. And they're going to be sterilized. Oh, okay. Because no, no, no. A this isn't the story. Problem. This is an old, old story. The story oh, okay. that I linked was that one of them got killed on a highway. Well, then, that's not what you sent me. Are you kidding? Hold on, no. No, 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 no. 
So click on the link I sent you. You should go to CNN and say Pablo Escobar cocaine hippo dies in Colombia after being hit by a car. Oh, okay. Well, then why has it got this video here? I don't know about the video. I, I'm reading the story. I don't play the videos when I do these things. I read the stories. Okay, well, the video is about the, the problem yeah, that is the developing there and stuff like because that. Because Pablo Escobar imported some hippos. Yeah, no, that's that's an old story. Okay, the hippo died on the spot, uh, but I guess the guy driving needed uh, medical attention. When you yeah. hit a hippo, your You're gonna car need probably attention. comes to a, a pretty fast stop. It's like your car is like, I mean, it's like hitting a tree or something. Hitting I an elephant, or it's worse than hitting a deer, I know that. That yeah, thing's got a lot of weight. Thing is, hippos. I mean, hippos are fearsome-looking creatures. Um, but at least they—they. They, I mean, they're—they're they're like weird, but at least they're proportionally. Have you ever taken a close look at a rhinoceros? Uh, just the one at the zoo. So let me see if I can pull a picture up here. I mean. It's my understanding that more people die from hippo attacks than rhino attacks. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. Hippos are like... No, no. What what I was thinking, what I was... Where I was going with I the would, whole rhinoceros I would think thing. that I could outrun a hippo. I'm pretty sure I could outrun a hippo. No, I don't think you could. A hippo? They can't run that fast. All right. I'm going to look it up. I'm asking the bard... I can find the bard. 19 miles an hour. You think you can run? Oh, they can hit speeds of 30 miles an hour, but their standard galloping speed is 19 miles an hour. 19 like 30 miles, miles an, an hour, hour. That's like that's like super fast on a bicycle. They can't run that fast. I just they don't, don't believe it. They're they don't giant. do it that often is all. I know they're giant, I, I mean, they, but, and they got these I mean, goofy little legs. Their legs are like this short compared to the rest of their body. <laughs> they look you like what, uh, <laughs> evolutionary rejects. It's like yeah. I don't know what to do with this. Here, throw them in a muddy river. <laughs> I, there's here's no way the I can't run, outrun one. Here's here's the thing about hippos. Okay, look at the hippos where their eyes are relative to like their ears and stuff. Even okay. if they're weird-looking animals, they at least look a little bit normal in that regard. Go look at a rhinoceros and look at where his eyes are in relation to everything else in his head. It's like his uh, eyes are down practically under his nostrils or something goofy like that. Not under his nostrils, but it's like rhinoceros looks so stupid. Do. Yeah, I get, I get You know what? You're right. Of where it their looks eyes like are. their eyes are on their nose. Yeah. It's literally under their horn. Yeah, it's like it's so weird. And their ears are like way, way up at the top. It's like their eyes are know, practically at their mouth. If you look at a baby rhino, it looks like a cross between a hippo and an elephant. Hmm. Baby mm -hmm. rhinos are ugly. <laughs> Adult rhinos are ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm anyway, glad the I pictures don't of the hippo reminded me of that. Hippos or rhinos. We can avoid yes. them all together because we don't live in Colombia. Good, good thing. Yeah. 
because I, I wouldn't want to. But apparently, rhino hippos are are overpopulated, and we have to give them. I wonder if, like in in those areas, are hippos like whitetail are here, where they're like all over the road and. Oh, and you can't hardly help hitting one once in a while. Yeah, I counted like. In one mile, I counted like five dead deer on the way home from Columbus. Today. Wow! Um, it's, just, it's like every five feet there was another dead deer. And instead well, you know, of like, I mean, I wonder if you can eat. Do, do hippos taste good to eat? What happens if you eat a hippo? How, how could you? Be? What? I, I can't. I don't know that there are many guns in the world whose oh, ammo can on. penetrate a hippo skin. I mean, you need a real rifle. I you mean, need a you real need a gun, gun. Not just a rifle, but like I don't know, fifty caliber or something or other. I don't know. Like I'll an elephant my, gun. You'd want an I'll elephant gun. My thirty odd six will go through a hippo. Oh, it might penetrate a little bit, but. So, are people? Do people hunt hippos? Hippos? Are, are people allowed to hunt? That's my thinking is that if they're overpopulated, why not just They gotta uh, be so hard to kill and they can't taste all that great. I'm thinking Well, I don't know. Maybe they taste There just can't be any reason to protect them. I'm gonna ask the bard. Okay, ask ask whether hippos taste taste good. You know, maybe maybe they're like pork. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Only pork eats meat and hippos don't eat meat, so there's no one definite answer. Some people have How do you know eaten hippos, hippos say it tastes similar to beef, while others say it's more gamey. Well, that makes sense. Gamey, okay. beef. Uh, so, like buffalo and stuff. And the hippos that eat a lot of grass have a more mild flavor. I thought pigs ate, like, corn husks and stuff. I didn't well, think they, they do, meat. but they'll eat meat, too. They'll eat everything. Well, yeah, I mean, they'll eat everything the way goats will eat everything, right? No. Have you ever seen a goat eat meat? No, I haven't seen a goat eat meat, but I've never given meat to a goat to eat. Dad has. Dad's tried to get him to eat everything. They don't eat meat. (laughs) I I guess that doesn't surprise me. I have found, (laughs) actually, that goats are very, very picky eaters. And that's why you can't keep your lawn... Like, if you're using them to mow your lawn... You still need to mow it. Everyone's you still need to mow your lawn. The tops, yeah. and they eat the leaves, the good leaves, instead of all the leaves. And mm-hmm. you remember how it is? You give them hay, and they'll pick through it for hours, picking out the best blade of grass. Oh yeah, to where yeah. all the, the hay seeds and ends stuff. up on the ground. Yeah, right. And it's like on the ground. It's like I just filled this thing all up, and it's all over the ground right now because you right. guys pulled it out. I had a goat who would eat all the corn out. Because when we, the grain we'd give them had oats and corn mixed mm-hmm. together. Oh, yeah, I yeah, I remember that. It was like a mixture corn. of stuff. And I had one who would eat all the corn and leave the oats. And then some of them like to eat the bark off of trees instead of the grass yeah. and stuff. But a lot of that's just chewing. Or mm-hmm. I, I think they're looking oh, okay. for specific minerals maybe when they do mm-hmm. that. Like maybe yeah. they lack something and that's why they do it. But pigs, I mean, okay, they don't like go after meat. It's not like they hunt or anything. It's just yeah, that they don't whatever that, happens to be on the ground, they'll swallow and they'll absorb. Yeah, yeah whatever. 
I mean, they'll eat, they'll eat their own, like... Oh, okay, the only thing I can think of here is I remember the show, um... What's that? It's kind of a, uh, uh... Kind of a dark show about gangsters. It's got Brad Pitt in it, and it's got, uh... Oh, what's the name? I don't know. The only Brad Pitt show that I'm aware... That I know of is, is Inglorious Bastards. No, I don't... Okay. It, and it's Moneyball. It's as dark as that. And what? Moneyball. Okay. With baseball. Movie. I'll tell you what, you want to watch a funny Brad Pitt, it, watch uh, 13 Monkeys. That is hilarious. That's Bruce Willis. No, yeah, I'm it's thinking got 12 Brad Monkeys. Pitt, or 12 Monkeys, I'm sorry. It's got Brad Pitt in it too. He's the crazy guy. Okay, that's right, that's right. Oh, and speaking of Brad Pitt movies, have you ever seen Bullet Train? Bullet Train? No, I haven't. I forget who directed it. It was... It was kind of interesting. It was see, I, I don't like the guy, but I like the movies. Yeah, I hate that. I don't like those kinds of movies. Yeah, Tarantino-esque, but not him. It had Brad. Snatch is the movie I'm thinking of, by the way. Snatch. Okay. Have Have you seen Snatch? No. Okay. Uh, In it, the the gangster there has a bunch of pigs, and that's mm-hmm. how he gets rid of dead bodies. He cuts them up and oh, feeds them to the yeah. pigs. There was a criminal minds about that. I have no idea. Do pigs really eat meat? Yeah, they do. You, you can feed them chum, basically, like sharks. And you could get, because they'll eat the bones, actually. They'll actually chew them up. And they'll process the bones through, get yes, whatever calcium they can out of them. Yes, pigs are omnivores and will yeah. eat meat if given the opportunity. Okay. Yeah, they'll eat anything. Even carrion. Well, so, you know, that's probably why God didn't want the Israelites to eat pigs. Yeah. And why? Now, today, all most, animals most of our okay. farm pigs, I think, are fed basically like corn husks Grains. and stuff, like I yeah, said. Like and I think that's why it's okay for us to eat pork, health wise. Right. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think weird diseases come out of eating animals who eat meat. And that's why all the Asian mm-hmm. flus that we get, somehow, it, it's like there's everything. All the flus come coming from, from Asia East, are weird. Where they eat cra- yeah. cats and crap like that. Yeah, they eat things you shouldn't eat. And mm-hmm. we don't. Oh, well. I, I do like a good pig, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh... How did we get on that? What are we talking about? Uh, are we still? The, oh, we're the, talking about the hippos, hippos, hippos the, the compared with hippo. pigs and stuff like okay, that. Yeah, which I think uh, we're probably done. It's probably time for a trivia. This is. Yeah, I thought trivia. this was going to be a short podcast. It was a long. It's already three, two and a half hours. Yeah, I'm ready to go to bed. All right. Well, let's do our uh, trivia real quick. What do we got? I'm rolling. Comes up with a number three, which is objects and events. Are you ready with the chat? Okay, hold on. Let me share it. Uh, bard, 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 bard. I forgot to maximize it. All right. All right, got it. Question is, what did Lazarus the beggar 
wish to eat from the rich man's table. Everybody knows that. It's the, the crumbs that fell from his table. Yeah, but then he just wanted a drop of water, didn't he? That was after he was dead. Oh, and, and it wasn't okay. Lazarus who wanted the drop of water. It was, it was the rich man who wanted the drop of water from Lazarus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I got him mixed up. Uh, In fact, if you think about it, like Lazarus was like full of sores. And and that shows you how bad hell is because the rich man who was in hell, he wanted Lazarus to go dip his finger in water and, and bring a drop of water to the rich man. Can you imagine like asking and, for like some guy full of sores to dip his finger in water and bring it to you and put it in your mouth? Yeah, that'd be gross. Sure glad I'm not in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope I don't end up in hell. Yeah. <laughs> I just um I don't know. I mean, okay, I I always get confused by the whole parable. Uh -huh. Because um, it doesn't doesn't it quite doesn't, say what what the rich man's I mean, sin is, does it? It, it? The rich man goes to hell, right? So in mm -hmm. hell, you don't really have remorse for your sins from what the church teaches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was and, a parable, and you don't care about other human beings and you don't try to save other human beings from being in hell. You know what I mean? You're, you're yeah. hateful in hell. And so it was he's trying to save his brothers. <clears throat> right. And you know, it's just, but you know, the, but the whole pointlessness of it all, I think is part of the parable because Jesus is presenting it as, as if the guy could have remorse. Yeah. And, and he, you know, he says, well, send Lazarus back to warn my brothers. And Jesus said, well, they have the, the prophets and, you know. Yeah. They got Moses. everything they need. They, they've got everything they need. But, but the reality is that when somebody is in hell, and this, this is something that um, I found interesting. Thomas Aquinas talked about this. The demons in hell and human beings when they're in hell would not pick differently if they were given the opportunity. That's the way we're given that's to understand it. Exactly. That's why I, right. that, that and I think that's the hopelessness that Jesus is trying to convey that, Hey, you know, you've, you've got to be on the righteous path. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a chasm between the two mm -hmm. that can't be breached. Okay. Well, I guess that That's takes it. us into next week. Uh, folks, think about what we said. And as always, go raw and circle the beads, everyone.